From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The return of 30 seconds or less. In the past, what we've done, by the way, this is going to be Mori versus Mocha, as mm-hmm. a lot of the things are, the competitions on this show. Uh, the premise of the game is can you complete a simple task in 30 seconds or less? In the past, uh, we've had you guys, can you eat an entire lemon in 30 seconds or less? Can you tie a tie in 30 seconds or less? Maury failed miserably at that. Uh, can you drink <laughs> yeah. an entire glass of heavy cream Ooh. in 30 seconds or less? Uh, my favorite one was can you snap your fingers 101 times in 30 seconds or less? That was the most painful that we've it done. It really was. Until today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up on 30 Seconds or Less, the question is, can you rip 30 Band-Aids off your arm in 30 seconds or less? Now, that's a Band-Aid per second. Just in case anybody has any questions of what 30 Band-Aids looks on an arm, Maury, can you show your arm real quick? Oh, my God. Maury's all bandaged up. Mocha, your arm. All bandaged up. <laughs> like a drug addict, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, honey, I got itchy. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to hide it. I don't okay. have a problem, how do, how, do, how do they feel on your arm Tight right now, more Tight. And yeah, I and I put really all these does. on myself, yeah. and I was stretching over the hair, and I was going one way, one way, one way, another way. Yeah. And you went and in the armpit. And I went right in the armpit. That's what hurts, by the way, is the the pulling of the hair yes. slowly. Yes. It's not good. Yes. Okay. So uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, stick around. Uh, it is the return of 30 seconds or less. And again, the question was, can you rip 30 Band-Aids off your arm in 30 seconds? or less. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 30 seconds or less. Yes. Uh, welcome back to 30 seconds or less. I was kind of looking forward to playing this game today. Yeah. But in the past like three minutes, I've had uh, more and more regret set yeah. in. So Maury and Mocha are covered in Band-Aids on one arm. So the, the, the question was, can you rip off 30 Band-Aids in 30 seconds or less? You got one Band-Aid that's peeling off. I got to come over and correct Where? that. Well, because I think that's because you moisturize. This one here? No, it's underneath. I think it's because you moisturize that uh, your skin is actually a little bit uh, less susceptible to Band-Aid stick than Maury's. Because if you look at Maury's arms, those things are tight. So yeah, again, yeah, dry ass skin. Yeah, Maury and Mocha, they have one arm each covered in 30 Band-Aids. Can you rip off 30 Band-Aids? And also, um, I will say that Mocha, you have the hairier forearms. Yeah, Maury, you have the hairier pits. I haven't been this scared in a long time. Okay, so I will can say, you... with all these Band-Aids on my arm, yeah. I feel like the Winter Soldier. Right, I know. <laughs> That's what it looks like. I know. You guys look like you, you like 
black fly season. <laughs> um, uh, in in the past, in the in the past, uh, for thirty seconds or less, uh, you guys have had to try and eat a uh, an entire lemon in thirty seconds or less, snapping your fingers in a uh, hundred and one times in thirty seconds or less. Difficult. My favorite was, uh, can you drink a full glass of heavy cream in thirty seconds oh, or less? That so was gross. disgusting. Yeah. It was so gross. Uh, okay, so uh, who would like to go first? Um, Not it. Yes, I will. Okay, so Mocha, you're going to go first. What the people at home are going to be hearing is uh, you will hear the clock start, yeah. and it will start counting down 30 seconds. Mocha, the Band-Aids have to come off one at a time. Okay. That's the rule. You can't just, like, grab handfuls of Band-Aids. Uh, not that that's going to feel any better than doing it one at a time, but you cannot do it one at a time. So anytime you're ready, Mocha, um, yeah. you can put 30 seconds on the clock and then start ripping as they go. I will count along so people at home know where we are in this process. This is going to hurt. Okay. Oh Ready? Yes. In three, two, one. Oh, no. One, two. Oh, no. Hold on. Two, three. <laughs> Ouch! Four. <laughs> five. <laughs> six. Seven. Eight. Oh my God, seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Ouch! Now, the, the problem, I'll tell you, the problem with this game is that, no, you did not compete the task. The task, again, was can you rip off 30 Band-Aids in 30 seconds or less? The problem is you still have to rip them all off. Can I, can I show you this one? Yes. Look at this. Can you see this? Hold lift, on. Lift, yeah, yeah. Can you see this one? Oh, no. Oh, put your hand behind it like they do in the YouTube videos when they're doing makeup tutorials. Oh, that's a lot. Oh, that's a lot of hair. Can you see all that oh hair? my god. Oh, that's like a wax job. Yeah, you I might know. have a bald spot. Oh, you know what's crazy? Yeah. Is that there's two bandages on my underarms too. Okay. And I haven't trimmed my underarm hair in a okay, while. Okay, do you want to try and get those off now before Maury starts? Get the two out from underneath your armpit okay, for the on. people, just okay. so we can hear how that sounds. Um, okay, hold on. Ready? Yeah. Oh my god. Holy cow. <laughs> Okay, yeah. This is going to hurt go, really bad. Okay, go, go, go. go. <laughs> Rip it off like a band-aid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one, two, three. Stop! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on, this might be my favorite game. <laughs> right there. Oh. Okay, ready? Yeah. Ooh. One, two, three. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> oh. Okay. That's the worst. Okay, do we have time to do Maury? Do yes. we have to come oh, back? No, no, okay, no, okay, no, Maury. Uh, Maury. I'm so uh, scared. So, Maury, again, uh, the game is 30 seconds or less. Maury has 30 Band-Aids on his arm. The question was, can you rip off 30 Band-Aids in 30 seconds or less? Uh, Mocha, please put the time on the clock. And uh, damn it, Maury, whenever you're ready. Three, two, oh. one, go. One, two. Ow. Oh, God. Ow. Three. Ah. Ow. Four. Ow. Ow, Five. Ow, He's shaking. Ow, Six. Ow, seven. Ow. Eight. Maury's oh, no. grabbing them from oh. the middle. Oh, Mocha oh, went. Nine. Oh, 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 o
stop. Okay, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait. Stop, 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 stop. Okay. Oh Did you God. even count? Yeah, okay. How many How many is left on your arm? Uh, Shem, can you get over there and count for Maury, please? Can you count just the dirty sure. ones sure. on the ground here? Do I have to? You know, maybe don't touch the ones that were on you. He could just count the ones that are still stuck on your arm. You reverse math. No, it's just math. <laughs> it's actually just counting. Okay. What do you got, Shem? Don't forget the back of the forearm right there. Back of the forearm right here. So, so much hair. Yeah, so there's 10. There's 10 left. So Maury did 20. How many did you do, Mocha? I think he did eight. I yeah. think he did eight. So uh, There's so, scars, dude. I don't know why we're counting. Neither of you won. Uh, Maury, do, do me a <laughs> no, favor. I did better. No, but you didn't complete the task, no, but so I it doesn't matter. Better. But you, then you did not complete the task. Uh, Maury, please remove the ones from your armpit um, just so we Where's can all that? experience that. There's a whole bunch there. No, no, okay, like right up top. Yeah, right that here? one. Yeah, that one. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. And this? Yeah, that one. Oh, my God. Oh. Yo, why is your skin oh. stretching like that? That's oh. a lot of skin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Oh. Oh. Okay, now, now there's one around the back in the armpit, too. Here? Yeah, right around there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's extra hurty because oh. of that extra skin. Yeah. Oh, gross. You're, why does your skin pull so much? <laughs> it's super oh. weird. Okay, so the question was, can you rip off oh, God, oh. 30 Band-Aids uh, oh. off one arm in 30 seconds oh. or less? Uh, the answer to that question was Mocha, a decidedly... No, I can't. It was, it was a decidedly oh. hell no. Uh, damn it, Maury. The answer oh. to that question was a... Uh, no. <laughs> that is how you play, 30 seconds or less. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, is this Guru? Yes, hey. What's up, dude? It's Roz and Mocha. Uh, Roz, Guru is 10 years old and texted into the show. Yeah. The text simply reads, I want to join the Roz and Mocha Show. Oh, yeah? Yep. What makes you, 10-year-old Guru, feel like you want to join the show? Uh, basically, I want to join the show because I like how you guys are acting and I want to make jokes and I want to be an RJ like you guys. Okay, so you want to come on and make jokes like us, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, what sort of skills do you have? I talk a lot and I can, I can make jokes, I talk a lot, and I can talk forever. Do oh. you have, I don't, mean to, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but do you have an example of one of your jokes? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so what do you call an alligator that wants to be a detective? What do you call an alligator that wants to be a detective? Go ahead. An investigator. <laughs> <laughs> so far so good bro. so far yeah. so good uh what do you uh what do you what do you envision your role on this show like where do you think that you fit in obviously you're a big fan uh how do you think that uh, you would fit into this world i think how i would fit in this world is by i guess making jokes i don't know yeah oh, okay you want to be the guy just, that tells but jokes. once i grow up i really want to be there well you're more interesting to us as a kid um, <laughs> <laughs> now when you're like 14 and 15 yeah are you what what interest do you have so outside of this show right what are you what are you interested in like what do you sort of gravitate towards what are what are your interests i'm interested in um playing like, with you guys and like do you like sports uh, do you like video games do you like food yeah, what kind of tv shows do you watch i watch the flash um good one yeah, he's my favorite superhero. What about video games? You play games? Are you allowed? Yeah, I play games on my PS4. Um, 
I do that stuff. I like to play soccer. I used to play soccer when I was in school, yeah. um, but I can't now because I'm in online school. Okay. Oh, yeah, wait yeah. a minute. Guru, you're 10 years old and you're doing school. Like, how are you going to be able to uh, join the Razamoka show when you're supposed to be in school? Um, I don't know, really. I have to figure that out. <laughs> we'll figure all that out. Don't you oh. worry. We'll talk to your principal. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking this. Here, here's what I'm thinking. Let, let, let's run this by you, okay? Okay. I think that we need to find out something that you're interested in. I think that we need to sort of tap into you and your 10-year-old kid knowledge and figure out something that excites you and then almost have you come on one time and like do a report about that thing, whether it's like sports or whether it's food or whether it's video games. I think that we, I think that we can use you that way. And then you can like fill it full of jokes and you can entertain people because right now during COVID, we can't even have you come in here, man. Like you can't sit in my chair. Yeah, I, know. Right? I know. I don't like that. I don't like this COVID stuff. No, yeah, nobody, nobody does. does, man. Nobody, nobody yeah. does. You know, even if you wanted to do like a, a report on, you know, what it's like to do, you know, online school until uh until the summer happens you know we can do something like that would you be interested in that uh can you uh yeah like sort of yes. sort of like sort of being like uh we'll get you to do like uh like a 10 year old reporter kind of thing for us uh okay hey is your mom there yes uh, she is here does, with she, me. does she know what you're doing yes put your mom on the phone for a second okay hello guru's mom hi hi yeah uh, it's it's razamoka Okay, we just want to make sure you're okay with all this stuff. Uh, he's been bugging me about this for about two months, so I have okay. to be okay at this point. Okay. Mocha wants to make sure that you're okay. I want to make sure that this isn't some grown-up thief who has expertise in doing kid voices who's going to try and steal my money. <laughs> um, no, he's a little 10-year-old. Okay. He's bored out of his mind at home, yeah. Okay, he's a real 10-year-old boy, though, right? Yes, yes. Okay, okay, put him back on the phone now. Okay. Okay. Hello? So why don't we do this? Why don't we give you the day? We'll give you 24 hours, this exact same time tomorrow. Um, because one of the things we don't do on the show is we don't do kid news, a lot of kid news. Yeah. So you as a kid, why don't you come up with a bunch of stories uh, about other kids? Like what's going on in the world of kids? Yeah. And then we'll we'll give you the day. We'll come back this exact same time tomorrow and you could do Razamoka's Kids News. Okay. All right, Guru, my man, we will chat tomorrow. I'm excited. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ten-year-old guru, welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you, buddy? I'm great. Good. So we were talking to you yesterday, and you desperately wanted to be on the Roz and Mocha Show, and you, like, wanted a job on the Roz and Mocha Show. So we said, hey, we don't do, like, a lot of kid news, like a lot of kid stories, stories about kids that kids would be interested in. And so mm-hmm. we had said to you, why don't you just like come up with Guru's kids news and like tell us stuff maybe that we don't know that's going on in the world of kids. Um, is that what you've got for us today? Yep. Okay. This is incredible. I've, and we, this is the only time, buddy, that somebody else has like ever done the news on this show. Like this is, this is huge for us. I hope it feels huge for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you got, you got stuff prepared? Yep. You know what to do here, right? Yep. Go go ahead in three, two, one. Mocha, are you ready? Yeah. Let's do the kids' news. A Roz and Mocha show. <laughs> kids' news. <laughs> oh my God. Anytime you're ready, buddy, go ahead. I know both of you are fans of Lego. I mean, who isn't? But this story will blow your mind. And I'm kind of jealous. 12 year old Hayden Hayes from Louisville, Kentucky, they put this on his resume. He just broke the world record for the fastest time to build the 
Lego Star Wars Millennium Falcon Micro Fighter. The force was thrown with him. Am I right, guys? Yeah, absolutely. So he built the the Lego Star Wars Millennium Micro Fighter in record time. Is that what he did? Yep. I, I've seen those things before. So I'm going to say, even though they're small, I still think that they have like a ton of pieces in them. So I'm going to say that the micro fighter is like, I'm going to say it's 50 pieces. Oh, geez. I don't even know because with Lego, it's tricky. Sometimes True. they have super, super tiny, tiny little, like those clear pieces right. that you don't see True. once True. you True. empty that bag of stuff. So I, I can't even throw out a number, Guru. How, how many pieces is that, Guru? Uh, it's actually 101 pieces. 101 wow. pieces. Hendon broke the record and built the set in one minute, 59.72 seconds. He Hold built- on, he built the Lego Millennium Falcon, like the mini one, in less than yeah, two minutes? Yeah, 59.72 seconds. Okay, so he did 101 pieces of Lego in less than two minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's I will applaud that. Yeah, that's, that's an incredible. Great. That's an incredible feat. Damn. In case you were wondering, the new LEGO Art World map is the largest individual LEGO set ever made. It contains a whopping 11,695 pieces. That's 2,659 more pieces than the Coliseum in second place. I've seen the Coliseum LEGO set. It's huge. So you're saying that the world map is actually bigger than the Coliseum LEGO set? Yep. Wow. By the way, He's not the only 12-year-old breaking records. Olden Maxwell from Santa Arm, B.C. has beat his own world record. In what? First he, first, he broke his record of stacking 638 Jenga blocks on a single block. Now he's beat the record and stacked 1,400 1, blocks on a single block. What? Okay, so hold yep. on here. So he stacked, so his first record was stacking 638 Jenga blocks on a single block. And then he yeah. just broke that record by stacking 1,400 Jenga blocks on a single block. <laughs> Yo, that's some yeah. serious balance. That'd be like taller than me. And patience. And the good news is he lives in a house, so no one living below him is here. All that crashing down on the floor. Oh. <laughs> Jenga! <laughs> One wrong move and you're done. I'm Guru for Roz and Mocha's Kids News. Hey, there we go, buddy. I love that. Guru. We, lear- we learned a lot today. We yeah. learned a lot today. A lot of talented kids out there, man. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Guru, you did a fantastic job. Yeah. How do you feel about all this, Guru? Uh, excited. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Really you did, happy. You did really great, man. You should you be did proud, really man. great. You did amazing. Thank you. Thanks for helping us out with all the kids' news going on in the world. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Have a killer summer, dude. You too. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Jeez. Super long distance. My God. I had to get a special calling card for this. The number you have dialed is not in service. Please check the number and try it. Oh, my God. I got to do this again? Yeah. Hold on. Sorry, man. Oh, damn it. You got them big fingers. What, are you using your thumb over there? Oh, no. Okay, I'm going to try one more time. Okay. Oh, man. Hold on. 
Oh, you scared me. I can't do it now. Okay. Work, work it through. Work it through. Almost there. This better be good. I don't even know who you're calling. The number you have dialed is not in service. Please check the number and try again. Okay, so we got a DM from Danielle Rutterman, who lives in Australia and listens to the Roz and Mocha show, and it's her birthday and wanted us to give her a call. So, Danielle, um, we tried, or at least I tried. Wow. Don't know what I did wrong. Maybe I got the wrong calling card, but happy birthday. Thank you for listening to the show. You'll probably hear this either on the live show or you'll hear this on the podcast, but... We tried. We did our best. So Sorry. happy birthday, uh, Danielle. Um, Danielle Rutterman. We love you. We appreciate you. And thank you for listening to the Ross Show. You can't use that excuse anymore. You sound so lame. Like, I, we would have called you, but, like, I couldn't dial your number. That's such a lame, like, <laughs> who says that? That's such <laughs> a, like, old-timey excuse. Ran out of minutes. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> the Ross and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Welcome to summer 2021. We are officially in it, Roz. Yep. David Mori, to celebrate uh, the first day of summer, decided to make some cold calls across the country. Uh, however, he picked people who have the last name Summer. Gotcha. Uh, and they were obviously caught. It's super excited. Oh. <laughs> completely uh-huh. off guard. Oh. Uh, talking to people who have the last name Summer. Hello. Hi, is this uh, Miss Summer? Who is this? It's Maury from the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Oh, I'm well. Amazing. It's your season. It's summer. Uh-huh. Do you understand? Like, do you, you are summer, and it is summer. I get it. No, but do you, you appreciate it? <laughs> Am I winning a prize or something? What's happening here? Oh. No, if anything, we are all winning a prize because it's now summer. I thought you'd be a little bit more like, woo! <laughs> I don't know what I'm wooing to. Oh, oh that it's summer. Okay. Like, do you feel that during the winter, like, do you feel that you're less appreciated? Oh, oh damn. Jeez, yeah, that's not cool. Hello. Hi, is this Earl Spring? Yes, it is. Oh, my God. It's such an honor. It's Dammit Mori with the Roz and Mocha Show. Okay, I feel so bad for you, though, because it's now summer. <laughs> is that a bad thing? You're out of season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What does What does spring do when it's not summer? Um, do you do you go and sleep for a, a season? Do you do you go back into the closet? What do you do? I go to Florida where it's still summer. You oh. pretend to be somebody else. That's right. Yeah. Oh wow! You're you're committing a crime. Well, could be. Yeah. During spring, do you feel more loved? Yes, yes, I do. Oh, and even your birds chirping behind you. <laughs> well, yes. There are some robins and some little ones out here. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. By the way, yeah. um, what does the sun drink out of? Sun drink out of? No, I, you, just, yeah, you just go, I don't know. I don't know. Sunglasses. Sunglasses, of course. <laughs> Do you want to say goodbye to everyone? Sure. Yes. Okay, I ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, spring wants to say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. We'll see you next spring. Hello. Hey, is this Sam Summer? Hey. This is Dan Mori Mori with the Roz and Mocha Show, and I'm calling you so because annoyed. your name is Summer, and it is Summer. Yeah, my name is Sam Summer. Yeah, and it's summertime in the city. 
What do you want? I want to celebrate summertime with you. Sam, summer. It is summer. It's summertime right now. It's summer. The what now? I want to celebrate <laughs> summer. I'm telling you, you're going to send me something or not. It is summer. It's summertime right oh now. God. It's summer. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Nobody does. Hello? Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? I'm good. It's Dammit Maury with the Roz and Mocha Show. Is this Mrs. Summer? Uh, yeah. It is an absolute honor. Okay, why? Because your name is Summer and today's Summer. Yeah, it sure is. Do you get it? I, I do. <laughs> I've heard it all my life. Okay. How does it feel that you are now in season? Uh, very, very trendy. Is there anything you want to say to everybody to welcome us into your season? Happy summer. Okay. How do teddy bears keep their den cool in the summer? I don't know. How? They use bear conditioning. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Very uninspired. Uh, This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Maury looks like he's in a terrible mood today. Come on in here, Maury. Oh, geez. What's the matter with you? Glasses off, head down, awful mood. What's going on with you? Why are you sad today? Why are you sad today? No, we're not. Don't judge a book by its cover. No, but I know when you're sad. You look sad today. No, 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 no. Well, my egg is no good. I paid $5 for an egg and it's sour. Oh, what's a sour egg taste like? I never had a sour egg. I have another one. No, 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 no. But like... How do you know it's off? Like, is it? Oh, it's very off. Oh, you know right away? Like that. Hmm? I don't know. Does he look sad today? Yeah, he really did. I don't know. Great. No, I'm honestly really Your eyes are like watering. Like, you look like you've been in there having a cry. No, I'm fine. Did you try to cut your hair again? No, I haven't touched my hair. Oh. No. Did Matthew try to cut it? No. What? Stop judging my hair. I'm not judging your hair, but it looks like one tenth of your bangs have started to grow out. Like, only the middle part. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Only the only the middle Turn part. Turn to your left. <laughs> no, anyway, we can't. I wanted to bring you in here because I want to make oh. you happy. I have this clip of uh, Miley Cyrus covering Cher. Oh, uh, this ain't for... gonna make me happy. Oh, it's not. No, I've heard this. Go ahead, and then I have oh. my I have my theories. Hold on a second oh. here. So uh, Miley Cyrus presents "Stand by You," uh, which streams, I guess, tomorrow. starts on uh, yeah tomorrow, and in advance of the show. The Peacock Network released a sneak peek of Miley doing Cher's "Believe." I see nothing wrong with this. Here we go. But after all is said and done, you're gonna be the lonely one. Woo! Do you believe in life? You don't like this one? No. Why? Okay, play the share version. Oh, God. Yeah, but we know it. We know the share version is legendary. Now you have to hear it right after this. Yeah, but what's wrong with this version? Why don't you like this, though? It's fine. Yeah. It's good. I appreciate what she's doing. But? But you can't compare that well, to because, Cher's But she's voice. not Cher, though. Oh, I know. I, I like it, but it's not like, oh, my God, this was absolutely amazing. Like, wow. I, I really, really, like that Cher's version of Believe really stand, it takes up 90% saying, of my heart. Nobody's saying 
this guilt takes up the other uh, <laughs> by the way wow zero room for his husband no huh? nothing it's, it's 90% it's share 10% guilt and zero for Damon Matthew <laughs> it's a busy heart yeah <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Uh, Nobody's saying that this is better than Cher's version. Totally. And if I was there, I'm sure I'd groove. I'm sure I'd love it. Like, oh, my God, Miley's doing Cher. Right. But when I hear that, all I can think of is it's not Cher. Yeah, well, that's fine, too. Because it's not Cher. When I have a salad, all I can think about is that's not steak. (laughs) But it's it's not. It's not pretending to be Cher. It's still a joint salad. Right. Right? Yeah, but when you chew on the Cher version, it's so much meatier. Nobody's saying that it's not. It's just, I thought it was great. I thought it put you, I, like I thought it. it would cheer you up today, but obviously I was wrong about that. Is this what's upsetting you today? Is this <laughs> why you're I so upset? I don't know upset? what's going on. I think it is. I think you're mad that Miley did I don't a version of, of Believe by Cher. That's know, why you're man. so upset. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Can I play this clip real quick of this guy who runs a gamer dating app talking about the ways that people who design um, dating apps hustle you oh yeah so people would love to hear this yeah so this is a guy named david park and he's the ceo of the gamer dating app called uh kippo listen to this dating apps will create fake profiles of hot girls and hot guys and they'll show them to you first especially for new dating apps if you're a brand new user you hop onto the app and you're like wow there's so many beautiful people on this app they're not real dating apps will actually hold back your matches unless you start paying so let's say there's like 100 people that like you and you're waiting to match with them until you start boosting your profile and then they'll start giving you all the people that like you and you'll get a bunch of matches and you'll be like wow i should spend more money dating apps are selling your data it's actually scary how much they know about you just based off your swiping patterns and the things you talk about in your chat oh my god right I mean, I had do, just assume that they... But I didn't know that... Do you have to pay for dating apps? Who uses I, dating apps? I don't. You don't have to obviously. pay. How do you boost your profile on a dating app? Shem. Well, um, I don't really use dating apps, but I did, you know, log into Bumble one time. Yeah. And uh, it does allow you to pay premium. That's what I mean. Um, yeah. If you want to see more matches, for sure. Uh, and I think Tinder does the same thing, but I don't know. I've never had Tinder How much before. does that cost? Uh, well, you, I don't know, man. Please, both. You know, so, you know, come clean. Come clean. So, so the, the, the matches that you get in the free version, right? Feel free to text us. At 925 yeah, I don't know. The matches that you get in the free version. Now, do you think that those people are real or... Are those also fakes until you pay to see who the real ones are? That's a good question. I mean, I, I think they just, okay, so so let's say you've got like 10 matches. Yeah, let's I think. say. I, let's just say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> AKA last yeah. night for yeah. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking. <laughs> you get 10 matches. Let's say I was on yeah. 10.30 last night. <laughs> yeah. They may show you three and say you got to pay a premium to get the remaining seven. Right. Yeah, that's kind of how it works. Right. So and is, and, and what makes Bumble different than Tinder? Uh, well, Bumble, the woman has to uh, reach out to the man first oh, in order me. to uh, make Hawkins. a connection. <laughs> <laughs> For somebody who doesn't use the app a lot, you sure I know. know how it okay. works. Okay, so, okay, so ladies <laughs> on Bumble have to reach out to the gentleman. Yeah. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, is that the one that Sharon Stone was on? Wasn't Sharon Stone on one of those? Uh, 
somebody, somebody, somebody real famous was on yeah. uh, one of those apps. I think yeah, it was maybe Bumble. Maybe it was Bumble. So you just sit around on Bumble and wait, right, to be ladies' choice. To, uh, I mean, not me, but yes. Okay, <laughs> hypothet- <laughs> hypothetically speaking, yeah. if you At were 10, to use. Ten thirty-nine last night. Now, have, do you ever feel hypothetically that you've been hustled on any of those apps? Well, I've actually had my picture used on a dating app. That when it, like it was my it wasn't my account same though, right yeah right. they said I was before. in my fifties the jackasses <laughs> <laughs> but do you ever feel like you like do you ever feel like that's not a real profile or have you in the past I'll tell yeah. you something especially with sort of what we do we've got higher profile jobs yeah. I'm always super paranoid about that stuff. That's right. why that's why I stay away from dating apps because I'm always worried somebody's gonna you know uh, create. Uh, you know, uh, be a fake account. Yeah. Talk to me. I'm gonna send some, you know, messages. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, those messages wind up get, on an Insta story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, Let me read you uh, yeah. a couple of texts that we got real quick here. Yeah. Free Bumble completely works. I met my fiance there, and neither Good of us paid. You. Another person said, "I didn't pay on Hinge, and my boyfriend and I met each other on there. He's definitely real. Love your show." That comes to us from Devin. Uh, and then says here, pay to see your matches, pay for your profile to be more visible. Free accounts. They hide the profiles that like you and make it nearly impossible to come across them to mutually like. Oh. So you get a mix of both there. Right. So be careful. Right. Or everybody. just hit you sliding your DMs. Yeah. Not <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We've been waiting a real long time for this. Season two of Too Hot to Handle is finally out, Roz. Uh, Carly, one of the big stars of Too Hot to Handle season two from Toronto. Um, big fan of this show. And when I say one of the stars, like one of the stars of this show. If you haven't watched episode one here, yeah. this is not a spoiler whatsoever. Okay. But this is how they introduce Carly to the audience oh, no. watching Too Hot to Handle. I hate roles and I do not follow them. I'm a little bit of a man-eater. Just a little, little bit. They got the montage of her walking around and stuff. Usually what I look for in a guy is just like a one-night hangout. Wow, yeah! Commitment kind of scares me. I've committed like probably twice. I was with my ex-boyfriend at a bar and I left him and was with a guy in front of him that I used to see before him. In front of his face. I'm crazy. I'm here to have fun. Bro. I'm not here to be in a relationship a or to find someone to fall in love with. 100%. Carly from Too Hot to Handle Season 2. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. How did you get mixed up in this? What did you think you were going there to do? Okay, well, we thought I thought we were going to go do Parties in Paradise because that's what we were told, right? So we were all told we were going to be in a house drinking tequila, partying, and having sex with everyone. So I was just like, I'm down. I'm ready. Right. And okay. then when Lana popped up, I was like, oh, my God. You guys were the horniest group of people I've ever seen put together for any one single television yeah, show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't realize how bad. I mean, I don't think I looked bad, but I look at it and I was like, oh, my God, I am definitely make a like I was, or me, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Um, I definitely look at it and I'm like, oh my God, Carly, like keep your tongue in your mouth. I was making up with like everyone. So Carly, you watched season one of Too Hot to Handle, right? Um, I actually didn't until after the show. Oh, so I legit, did. and I mean that when I say that I actually had no idea what was going on. And even like the contract that we got, yeah. they said parties in paradise. Like the contract that I'd signed before I went on the show was parties in paradise, but it was like, it was like hyphenated. So I didn't notice that. 
Or I think some people kind of knew, but then a lot of us were shocked. They played it off so good. But then when when you guys all found out that you're on Too Hot to Handle, it like legit didn't change anybody's attitude whatsoever in <sighs> how you were going to navigate those 10 or 12 days, however many ever, ever days you were there. Um, it didn't change anything at all. Honestly, yeah. I think I think for a lot of us, because we weren't allowed to do anything, it made us want to do something more. Mm. Like, at least for me, like, I'm just like, I hate rules. I, that's something my like tagline. I hate rules. So as soon as I said, like, you can't do something, I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, so this show and what makes this show so great, especially season one, was you get these this group of young people where you're super horny and all you want to do is make out and you all hate rules. And the hope is that there will be a sort of emotional journey where, mm-hmm. you know, people actually grow up on that island in those days. Did you find did you find that you went through that or were you defiant to the end? What can you tell us? I actually had a really emotional journey and I'm not really an emotional person. And on the show, you'll see me in the next batch. I get really emotional. I go through something really big. I go through something really big in the house. And it was like, it was a lot. I had to process. It was like really weird for me. Yeah, no, I did. Um, yeah. Carly, since appearing on Too Hot to Handle season two, which by the way, uh, the first four episodes are on Netflix right now. After you wrapped up recording up until now that the episodes are out, did you <laughs> date anyone? Were you with anyone? Uh, if so, did you have to tell them or did you let them know just because you wanted to that you were going to be on this season of Too Hot to Handle? So I actually might have met someone on the show that I ended up dating a little bit afterwards. Oh. Yeah. But are they, are are you still with that person or are you not with that person? Mm, I would say it's complicated. Yeah. Mm. Are you currently, are like, are you like seeing anybody else right now? No, uh, right now I'm just open. I've, I'm like so freaking busy with everything and my work and my management and stuff. So I don't really have time for boys, but yeah, I do have, well, you have time for one, one though. Person. I've got time for one. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not dating anyone. Is there anybody in your life that you had to prep them before too hot to handle dropped on Netflix of what they were going uh, to see? My dad. Yeah. Oh. What did you say to him? How did you explain it? How did you explain it to your dad? I told him not to watch it. I didn't even really explain it. I kind of just said, don't watch it. But my parents are actually having a huge feuding party at my house tonight. No. With all my family. Like my uncles, oh. my cousins are going to be there. Oh, no, so. Carly. It's, um, no. yeah, my brother. I, I don't think my brother's going to watch it. His girlfriend is crazy about reality TV. Like she's freaking pumped. Like she's so excited. My brother's like, no, I'm not going to watch it. And I'm like, Carly, yeah, no. Roz and I, I, you were there. Roz and I, we watched these episodes already. Yeah. They cannot Did you watch have them this party. Did you watch them yeah. all? They yeah. cannot have Car- this party, Carly. Car- Carly, just so, just so you know, just so you know, mm-hmm. um, we all know. Oh, oh, maybe you don't. Did you watch the whole season yet, Mocha? I'm halfway through. I know how it ends. You do? I do. Don't Your even worry fa- about you it. You didn't even see it yet? No. Oh, they don't yeah. give it to us. I just link. watched it this morning. And what do you think? What do you think? What'd Based you think? On, on what went down like in real time versus how they edited the show, how close to, I guess, reality is it? Pretty close. Honestly, yeah, yeah okay. pretty close. We know yeah. from shows like Bachelor and stuff that the the sort of production manipulation behind the scenes of where they steer the ship and the mm-hmm. stories of how they, you know, withhold food and they, you know, uh, they don't let people sleep and all these sort of tricks that they use on reality shows uh, to get people <laughs> to sort of do what they want them to do. Uh, did you guys have any of that there? Honestly, no. I would say, and I told all my friends this since the show, I felt my best on the show. I was drinking so much water. I was getting a good night's sleep. I wasn't drinking. 
I came out of it and I was like, oh my God, I need like, like, I need like a life coach. Like after that, I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah, no, it was great. Carly, it was such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for making time for us on the Raza Mocha Thank show. You. I know the, the so first fun. four episodes of Too Hot to Handle season two are out now. So congratulations. <laughs> and uh, yeah. anytime you, you want to join us on the Raza Mocha show, uh, you feel free to give us a call. I love it. Thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. Carly, between Raza Mocha, who's your favorite? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not thinking. You both are. No, 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 uh-huh. no, no. Carly, come on. You know this show. We ask everybody. No. What if I told you Lana has been here the whole time, listening and taking notes? Lana's not there. No, okay, she... Roz. Uh, I will take that win. This is a great win. This is a too hot to handle win. This is a too hot to handle win. Carly, uh, thank you very much. I will take that win. Thank you, you. You are a star on this show. Absolutely. Um, you, you are so fantastic. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. Love you too. Have Easy. a good day. Bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Brittany had her day in court yesterday for her conservatorship. Mm-hmm. And it's a big deal too. Yeah. The Free Britney movement, at, at the very beginning of it, was thought to just be Britney Stan's um, taking a joke too far or looking for things that weren't really there and conspiracy theorists and, and all of this stuff. And then the documentary came out framing Britney Spears, and it sort of validated a lot of the stuff that the Free Britney movement had. And the question always was... If Britney was really this unhappy with her life and the conservatorship and the control that a lot of these people allege that her dad had over her, why not just go on social media? Yeah. Because she posts all the time. Then the story came, well, maybe it's not her posting. Maybe she doesn't actually have control over what she's allowed to say and what she's allowed to do on social media. Which fuels the free Britney movement even more. And when you look at the power that people have now that are in Britney's position, whether it be Taylor Swift or any of the other big stars and the audience they have, they have immediate access to hundreds of millions of people through things like Instagram and Twitter. Mm -hmm. And so if you had something to say, or if you wanted to end something, or if you needed help, you have instant access. But what Britney does is she answers fan questions. She does dance videos. She does workout videos. And then every now and then posts something sort of cryptic about how she's doing. And what we learned never answers directly. No, no, no. And what we learned yesterday is that's all a lie. Mm Mm-hmm. It's all a complete it's all a complete lie. What she said in court yesterday isn't even a version of the person that she pretends to be on social media. And so let me just read you some of the stuff that she said. It was all she yeah, was on please. the phone yesterday. And um she goes, I've been in shock. I'm traumatized. I just want my life back. The people who did this to me should not be able to walk away easily. My therapist sat me down. She's talking about years ago to accuse her of not taking her medication. All of that was false. He immediately the next day put me on lithium out of nowhere. The control he had over someone as powerful as me talking about her dad, as he loved the control to hurt his own daughter, 100,000%. He loved it. I work seven days a week, no days off, which in California, the only similar thing to this is called sex trafficking, making anyone work against their will, taking all their possessions away, credit card, cash, phone, passport, and placing them in a home where they work with people who live with them. I'm telling you guys this again two years later, after I've lied and told the whole world I'm okay, I'm happy. It's a lie. I thought it was just maybe I I said that enough. 
because I've been in denial. I've been in shock. I am traumatized. You know, fake it till you make it. But now I'm telling you the truth. Okay. I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. I'm depressed. I cry every day. I'm not lying. I want to feel heard. So maybe you can understand the depth and the degree and the damage that they did to me. She goes on to say, I I would honestly like to sue my family, to be totally honest with you. I would like to be able to share my story with the world and what they did to me. I've been so angry, I cry every day. It concerns me. I'm told I'm not allowed to expose the people who did this to me. For my sanity, I need you, the judge, to approve me to do an interview where I can be heard to what they did to me. So Brittany was put in a $60,000 a month treatment facility three years ago, which she paid for. Her father made her pay for that. She says, when I went there, they took everything away from me. They watched me changed naked every day. I sat in a chair for 10 hours a day, seven days a week. What? She says, I'm talking to you today because I feel, again, yes, even acting conservator. Remember the the, the story was Jody Montgomery is this other woman in her life who a lot of the free Britney people thought should take over as the conservator because she had a lot of Britney's best interest in mind. So what Britney said was, "I'm, I'm talking to you today because I feel, again, yes, even Jody Montgomery is starting to kind of take it too far with me. So so Brittany's asking to be out of the... She's just spilling the beans on everybody. Yeah, she says, I'm not able to get married or have a baby. I have an IUD inside me right now and so I don't get pregnant. I wanted to take the IUD out so I could start trying to have another baby, but... But this so-called team won't let the doctor go in and take it out because they don't want me to have children or any more children. When she says team, does she mean like the Jody Montgomery team that's surrounding ev- her right ev- now everybody, or everybody, her dad? Everybody, everybody, oh, but specifically girl. her dad. Her, oh, my God. Her, her dad released a statement saying that uh, he's very sorry to see his daughter suffering and in so much pain. Uh, Mr. Spears loves his daughter very much. And Justin Timberlake weighed in on this. Uh, saying that uh, he's giving his absolute support to Britney, and then everybody went in on Justin on Justin Timberlake. But it's it's crazy to see that huh. that she with the access that she has, and I don't think Britney knew that she would be heard. I don't think Britney knew what her voice was until that documentary, yeah. until until she was able oh, to see my heart breaks for until girl, she man. was able to see the reaction and the amount of people that understood what she was what she was going through. So what happens next? Don't she know. Get, does she you get wait, another? You wait. You wait for the, the like, judge to make now? a decision. Like she, she she made her 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 statement yesterday. Yeah. No. I, I don't. I don't think it's it. But where where the problem? Like she's not. Does she have to give another statement? Is what I'm asking. I don't know. I don't know. Where, where, where the where the problem where the big problem is is that she wants to be released from her conservatorship with out analysis she doesn't want to sit in front of another doctor yeah to prove that she's competent so that's what she's asking for she wants no more doctors no more um treatments no more analyzing of whether she's competent or not to be able to live a life like i don't even think her boyfriend's allowed to drive her around in his car and what happens now that she said what she said about her own social media? Yeah. What happens moving forward? No, I, 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 you can assume now anything you see on Britney's social is a lie. Is a lie. You yeah. can assume anything. Anything you see Britney say or do is she, she doesn't co-sign at all. Is is not is oh, not accurate man. in in any way. And it was interesting because her dad said that even after the millions that he was in charge of, Britney was said to have like a sixty million dollar fortune or something like that. Her dad says that 
that he's had to sell his house and is now living in an RV uh, just outside of Kentwood. And during all this, we heard that Brittany, Brittany was only given $2,000 a week to live. Oh. So where's the money, right? Yeah. There's a lot of that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, uh, attention all coffee drinkers out there, coffee lovers. A team of researchers out in Scotland looked at how late in the day you can drink coffee and not have to worry about the caffeine keeping you up at night. But isn't that just also how used to our, used to drinking coffee you are? Maybe. I know, like, back in the day, I used to, I was heavy into coffee, like, way late in the night. Yeah. And then... I was sleeping on problem. No. For me... Oh, even as much as co- uh, coffee I would drink during the day, if I had it, like, in the evening, I'd be tossing and turning all night. Oh, you would, huh? Yeah. Really? But it's weird. Like, during the day, I could have a cup of coffee and then immediately go and fall asleep for, like, an hour or two hours. Yeah. Hmm. No, and it wouldn't affect me at all. But mm-hmm. once I have coffee uh, in the evening, and maybe it's just a mental thing, because I knew I had the coffee, yeah. that it just keeps me awake. Buzzing. Um. So the answer, according to this research is to stop drinking anything with caffeine six hours before bed anything after that is going to mess with you so six Mm. hours before bed which i think is is reasonable yeah yeah it's easy for me i see my thing with coffee is and maybe i'm alone in this i don't know but i don't like coffee with food I don't like coffee right after food. I don't like coffee in a donut. I don't like coffee in a breakfast sandwich. I don't like food to me does not go with coffee. I've never enjoyed coffee and a thing. Like I've never, coffee to me is something I have far in between meals. Mm, I don't, I like coffee only with breakfast items. Really, huh? Yeah, or like, like you said, like with a donut. Like I won't have steak salad for dinner and then with a cup of coffee on the side no, like that i can't do at all i absolutely love having coffee only because it makes me feel like an adult okay but what do you have coffee with though everything but you can drink you eat food with coffee oh absolutely and like, in fact i've always wanted to if i ever had the opportunity of opening a coffee shop i thought of the perfect name which is because i'm jewish right yes he- no hebrew hebrew <laughs> Come on, man. That's pretty good. good. But like if I go for breakfast and they bring me like bacon and eggs, I'll have a coffee right before it arrives. As soon as my food arrives, I hand them my coffee cup back, even if it's not empty. Oh, yeah. And I'm done with coffee. Do you like like even a after basic, even after even you, after especially after I eat after you eat you won't? especially oh, wow. after I eat like no, a no, no. basic Grosses coffee or fra- I love any, a French press any no any coffee doesn't go with food with me. Uh, again, a team of researchers um, looked into how late in the day you can have coffee. What Without about, having the, the caffeine mess with you. Wh- what about ribs? Did they do how late in the day you can have ribs and still have a good night's sleep? Or are they, they just waiting on the results from that test? So the answer for the coffee <laughs> is at least six hours before yeah, bed. That yeah. won't mess you up. Okay. Uh, still waiting on the results. Ribs okay. can make you sleep better. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> of, uh, your timing uh, of going to sleep before and then having ribs before that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. How was your father's day? Uh, it was fantastic. My God. Not as good as Nick Cannon's, though. No, bro, what is even going on with that? I saw that post. And so, yeah, on I, I guess it was last week, um, it was announced that Nick Cannon had um, twins mm-hmm. and released the names and everything else. And then Zion and Zillion. Yeah. And then 
it was also noted that back in December, he had a baby with another woman. Correct. That was, I guess, at some point with him. Maybe not. I don't know. And then I saw the post, and I just read the headline where it was like Nick Cannon's baby mom or whatever um, posts a picture in, for Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was the twins. No, 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 sir. But it's not. This is another lady. Correct. Who Ooh. hasn't yet had the baby. Correct. And her belly, when you see the picture. She's about to pop. Her belly is huge. Yeah. So this is child number seven. Yeah, but this is four and seven months. Correct. Twins, I mean, we get it. Even but this is, this, this is four and seven months. So I want to know, are these like... Now, is she expecting twins too, this new one? No. As no? far as we know, it's just one. Um... So are these women that he's with, right? Is this like a a quick, like a one night? Who knows? Uh, but it I happens. Think, but I think he's with. Is he not with the new one? That's I yes, think that's he, I, I think with, that's his girlfriend. Yes, it's his girlfriend. This one here, this so new one, not the one. I thought he was with the one that had the twins. Oh, they broke up long ago. But I didn't know. <laughs> right? I, I tell you, it's not what gives me so much anxiety over. All of this with how many kids in total now? Seven. Seven. Because the, you know the one in four December. Different women. The one in December. Yeah. Right. He's got two two kids with her. Yes. So two. Oh yeah, Mariah, that was the second. Two with December. Yes. And then twins with last week. Yes. And then one on the way right. with yesterday. What gives me anxiety over all of that? Uh huh. It's not the finance. He's fine. It's it's not the it's the time management. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. Okay. What do you do? I have you. How do you have that kind of time management, <laughs> especially in the early stages? Like, I'm not saying it's going to get easier once they're whatever. No, but, but still. But when you have when you have four four kids that are newborn, yeah, with three different women in seven months, that is like a level of time management that I don't know if anybody's ever had to juggle. Yeah. Them babies need that daddy. Right? That is like, that's just next level. <laughs> do you think he just doesn't care? Like, or do you think he like falls in love super easy? And is like, oh my God, this is like it right now. I, but I guess that would have had to have happened with multiple women simultaneously, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. I yeah. think these are just like. You think. Nights happen. Yeah. 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 And then that's it. But was he girlfriends with any of them? Not that that matters, but like, was, was he, like, he, was he boyfriends? Like, yeah, I don't girlfriends? know. I don't know. I think December girl. Yeah. Right. Sure. They got two kids together. Yeah, that's right. But that doesn't mean anything. But that doesn't really, mean no. anything. Yeah. Yeah. But that is just, like, bruh, that is a, that Nick is Cannon. like. Message for Nick Cannon. Yeah. Have you heard of condoms? Yeah. It's, you know. I know they're not 100%, right? Yeah. But Nick. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. Also, how do you have that many twins? Like the the uh, the the rarity of twins, and the way I understand twins is twins doesn't come from the dude. It's not like Nick Cannon's dropping twins all over the place. No, 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 no. Right, but that is a level of time management. Like I would be just like every single day of my life would just be so filled with anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> over, where, over where, which every, address am I going to over today? Every single minute. But I love that he also does like the pictures with all of them. Right, like he's like he's oh the announcement pictures yeah, or the pregnancy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. God. Like, if you're in it, you're in it. God, could you? And I know that they didn't do it because they're stupid, but 
Could you imagine having done four gender reveal parties within the span of a year? Again, time management. Because that's the next thing you got to plan, right? I would just bring them all together in the same field. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have four rockets. All right? You hit your button. Yeah, on the count of three. Yeah. I'll let you go. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It wasn't that long ago that somebody pointed out that when you listen to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast at half speed, we sound drunk. Yes, we do. And this person discovered it by accident. Finger hit the button. We were at half speed on the podcast and we sound wasted. And now that's all anybody does with the podcast. People will find moments in our podcast to listen to at half speed, record, send it to us. And then we do this. We play it on the radio. Uh, so here from the real Pleo. The real Pleo. Yeah. Real P-L-E-O. <sighs> Sent us a slowed down version of us on the podcast. Yeah. Talking about how we sound drunk. This is way too meta for me, man. On the podcast at half speed. Listen to this. It sounds like the conversations are taking place between two drunk people. Sometimes yeah. three of us or four I of us. I sound hammered. <laughs> Don't slow down the parts when we're talking about slowing down the parts, man. And then we got another one from our guy, DNZL. Hey, Mocha, I was listening to an old podcast at half speed, and you got to play this clip. It's when Dammit Maury and his husband, Dammit Matthew, dressed as the two girls from The Shining for Halloween a couple of years back. It's ten times more hilarious at half speed. Uh, they sound drunk, and then you and I, Roz, yeah. sound drunk listening while reacting <laughs> to two to- drunk people. To the audio. <laughs> Listen to this. Put this in the back so you can see the light. <laughs> you look like Mariah Carey. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> you look like a 40 year old Jewish mom. How come yours has more curls than me? I don't know, but I love it. Shave. No, but that's almost funnier. It's just who cares? It's fine. We're not drag queens, we're little girls. (laughs) (laughs) So if you find a moment on the Razamoga Show podcast that'd be hilarious at half speed, feel free to record and send them to us. Thank you to at the real Pleo and DNZL for this week's submissions. Maury's about to drop that remix. We're not drag queens. We're little girls. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Yo, do you see this Jerry Seinfeld story? No. So from his stand-up um, special that he did called 23 Hours to Kill. Okay. He did a, a bit about um, when he was a kid and Pop-Tarts were invented. Oh, okay. Goes like this. But when I was a kid, the biggest food thing that happened to me, when they invented the Pop-Tart, the back of my head blew 
right off. You gotta think back to when the Pop-Tart came out. It was the 60s. We had toast! We had shredded wheat. It was like wrapping your lips around a wood chipper. And in the midst of that dark and hopeless moment, the Kellogg's Pop-Tart suddenly appeared out of Battle Creek, Michigan, which, as you cereal fans know, is the corporate headquarters of Kellogg's, because it seems like a cereal Silicon Valley of breakfast super scientists conceiving of a frosted, fruit-filled, heatable rectangles in the same shape as the box it comes in. And with the same nutrition as the box it comes in, too. I don't know how long it took them to invent the Pop-Tart, but they must have come out of that lab like Moses with the two tablets of the Ten Commandments. The Pop-Tart is here! Two in the pocket! Two slots in a toaster! Let's see you screw this up! Why two? One's not enough. Three's too many. And they can't go stale, because they were never fresh. So so here's the monumental news. And maybe I'm just taking it as bigger news than this actually is. So he's turning this into a movie. He's turning that bit into a movie about the creation of Pop-Tarts. No. Yeah. And so Jerry Seinfeld is writing, directing, and starring in a new Netflix movie about the origins of the Pop-Tarts. So they took that bit yeah. and they wrote an entire movie around it. And he said, we took my Pop-Tart stand-up bit from my last Netflix special and exploded it into a giant, crazy comedy movie. Now, Oh, so not a documentary. No, a movie. Like a movie movie. A movie. Okay, weird. So this is the crazy part. Jerry Seinfeld doesn't do movies. Oh, yeah. Is this Jerry Seinfeld's first movie? He did the voice in B-movie. Yeah. What other movie has Seinfeld done? That's it. Yeah, did, you're right. He did Seinfeld. B-movie, by the way, yeah. big in our house right B-movie, now. B-movie, by the way, bombed. Did it really? Yeah. My son loves B-movie yes. so much. Yeah, B-movie was not one of the big hits. I love B-movie. Yeah. But he, but still, in B-movie, like, Jerry Seinfeld has only... It was only, just his voice, yeah. He has only ever played Jerry Seinfeld. Huh? Even in B-movie, he's still oh, Jerry he's Seinfeld. Still completely, yeah. Right? But the um, idea, this is... And, and I think that the, 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 the headlines that Seinfeld is making a movie about Pop-Tarts, that's what everybody's gravitating towards. But the headline should be Jerry Seinfeld's doing a movie. Which he's never done before. Right. I mean, huh. he's, 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 he said in, his, in, in interviews in the past that one of the reasons he doesn't do movies is, one, he's a stand-up, not an actor. The next reason he doesn't do movies is because he's not a very good actor. Right, yeah. <laughs> and the third one is that, it's, that is that movies don't lend themselves to the type of comedy that he enjoys. But he's so, got that big deal with Netflix, so they're probably but, like... Yeah, but he, he does coffee. He does co- comedians in cars. Yes. He'll do a stand-up so special. So I wonder if this is going to be like, uh, like another version of him. Or is he playing I don't a know, character? Man. Because we only know Jerry Seinfeld as yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. So it would be hard to remove the the whoever the character is from the the real person. Like yeah. you're, you're going to watch this movie, and you're not going to see whatever no. his name ends up being yeah. in the movie. You're just going to see Jerry Seinfeld. It's wild. It's wild. Am I right? He hasn't done a movie anymore. Nothing. Um, no. 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 When B you movie. Said, That's it. Like legit. When because I didn't know about this. When yeah. you said, "Here's a shocking thing." Yeah. I thought you were going to say like. Jerry Seinfeld like bought Kellogg or something oh, like that. Please. I don't even think I don't even think Seinfeld has Kellogg's money. Right? I um, thought that, I honestly thought that that's what you yeah, were going to say. No, but he's doing a movie about Pop-Tarts. 
That's what Jerry Seinfeld decided his first on-screen sort of movie was going to be. Wow, <laughs> dreams, huh? Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Bras and Mocha got you. Hey, Talisa, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. What's on your mind today? Um, so I've been having such a hard time during online school. I'm just staying focused. Yeah, you were to say, Roz and Mocha, Fix My Life... Uh, I really don't like online learn online learning. I'm in university and I normally study in the library or the coffee shop, uh, but we know that's not possible now. Do you guys have any tips on how to stop me from procrastinating so much? I'm starting to see my dreams slip away. How much time in school do you have left? So I'm on summer right now, but like I just wanted some tips for my last year. Oh, um, going so into your like last year. year. But are you going to be? Yeah. Do, are you doing virtual school for your last year? So they haven't said anything yet. They're supposed to come out with something mm. at the end of the month. Gotcha. But you just need coffee shops and libraries to be open. Yeah, that's true. Right? You just need like, a place yeah. to go. But let's just say, I don't know, in the extreme where you can't, right? Let's say coffee shops and libraries aren't an option. Where have you been doing your your online learning? Yeah, at home. So if you do the majority of your work and you can work independently, like it's not like you need to sit there in a class and have a teacher stare at you, right? You don't need to. You, it's not about accountability. Um, you say that you can work fine in a library or in a coffee shop. So what is it about what is so distracting at home that takes away that ability for you? So I think it's like a mix of not having structure so like not having lectures at a certain time of day so you have to like be accountable for it yourself but then it's also like the distractions at home so i have like two dogs i just got a puppy she was a foster fail so we weren't supposed to have her for long but they've just been super distracting at home and then i still live at home with my parents so i try to like just lock myself away in my room but most of the time i just end up working like overnight when people are sleeping because it's just that's when it's not distracting. Do you have a, like, is there another place in the, in your home that you could use as a dedicated, like, spot where that's where you're going to go to do school stuff and you're only going to do school stuff in that room? So at the beginning of the pandemic, I did because we had an extra bedroom, but yeah. then my aunt moved back in. Oh, okay. So I had to get through that room. Yeah, this isn't anybody else's problem other than yours. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a discipline problem. You can obviously work on your own. You can go to the library and go to the coffee shop and you don't suffer and you can hunker down and get it done. You just can't get it done at home. Uh, because you allow all these things to distract you. you. You're like, oh, my God, there's a new puppy. And then you start negotiating with yourself. Okay, I'm going to have a normal day right now. It's sunny outside, family's around. I'm going to sit and watch Netflix from, like, noon until 4 and feel like I am the freest woman in the world. Then I'm going to stay up all night when everybody's asleep, and I'm going to just get it all done. Like, you, you're, 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 you're negotiating with yourself. So what what happens like when you say to yourself, OK, I, I'm going to do my work now and then an hour goes by and you still didn't start doing any work. What were you doing within that time? So sometimes I'll be like prepping to do my work, uh -huh. so like get a snack, make a latte, God, make yes. sure the dogs are good. Get it all taken <laughs> care of. Set it all up. Get yeah. the, Build the perfect okay. environment. So good. So you got your latte. The dogs are set. You got your snacks. You're ready to go. You sit down in front of your laptop. And another hour goes by without you doing any work. What happened within that hour? Sometimes I'll be like organizing what ah, I need yes. to do. 
Oh, yes. God. Okay, yeah. so you're one of those. Yeah, you're just you, procrastinating. You, you, yeah, you have no, you need to, I don't even know what the word is, like reintroduce yourself to self-discipline. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have it in you. You know you can do it. It's just not doing it is so easy. And none of this is really supposed to be easy. Nobody's having an easy time doing all this stuff from home. It's yeah. incredibly difficult. When's the last time you set a deadline for yourself and and, uh, and followed through? So that I don't normally do. I normally just go with the deadlines from school. But why not set deadlines for yourself then? It doesn't work. I don't know why. Because <laughs> oh, you're lazy. Because you, you yes. got pro- listen. You got you got discipline problems. It, this mm-hmm. is a, this is only a problem that you can fix. So Lisa, here's what I want you to do today. Okay. Okay. You're gonna create a schedule for yourself, and you are gonna dedicate a certain amount of time to doing your schoolwork. You're okay. also you're also gonna download, and there are ton. I can't give you one specifically. You can go look for them. There's a ton in the app store. But you're going to download an app to your phone. You will set the times and you will set the parameters within these apps that will lock your phone. You can still use your phone if you need to for emergency purposes, but you're going to get no notifications. You're not going to be able to check Instagram, TikTok, none of that. And you're going to set it up in a way where your phone will not be a distraction. And then on your laptop, you're also within that schedule that you're going to make that you're going to dedicate to your schoolwork. On your laptop, you're going to set timers for each of those things. Like, I'm going to do one hour of this, and then I'm going to take a break for 15 minutes, and then I'm going to work for another hour on this paper, and then I'm going to set, like, a 30-minute break or whatever, and you're going to set timers. But you need to create a schedule for yourself with zero distractions whatsoever. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I like that idea. Here, I'm gonna, can I, t- I love you, Mocha. Yeah. Worst advice ever. Why? Because you just <laughs> gave this girl five days of busy work. And you gave her nine different things that are now going to be the excuse. The timer didn't work. The schedule didn't load. All of this stuff. She was loving everything you were just saying because she's like, this is literally days of project where Uh, I don't actually have to do any work. No, this will take you like 30 minutes. You think this is going to take her 30 minutes? How long in your head when Mocha was going through all that stuff did you think it was going to take you to get everything, everything put together? this is a lot of planning. I like this. Days. Oh, my God. Girl, Days. You got problems. Day we, problems. Yeah, pro- you got problems that we can't fix. <laughs> Only you can fix this. Damn, girl. Yes. You yes. need some discipline. Yes. <laughs> discipline. Okay. I will discipline myself. Uh-huh. And I will call you guys back. And I will let you know how good I'm. Don't do that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Good luck. Stay focused. <laughs> Thank you. Are you going to ask me the question? Is it going to take you three days to answer? No. Okay. This is what, this, she's thought about it so much. She said so much time. This is all you've done instead of doing your homework. <laughs> Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? So it's Mocha. Troll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, thanks for taking my call. <laughs> Later, girl. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. One of these stories where somebody goes to their bank machine, mm-hmm. they throw their card in, mm-hmm. they withdraw 20 bucks, and then you get your balance, and the balance now reads $999,985,855.94. What? So somehow this woman got a billion dollars put into her bank account. And? And... Now she's having a hard time getting a hold of somebody at the bank to be able to sort it out and give it back. 
Listen to her tell the story first, and then I want to get your thoughts on this. My gosh, I was horrified. I know most people would think they won the lottery, but I was horrified. Oh, my gosh, who would put a billion dollars in my account? Nobody. And when I put in for the $20, they, the machine came back and said, well, we can give you the $20, but that'll cause an overdraft. <laughs> Oh, my God. And uh, you will be charged. And I said, oh, just forget it. I know I've read stories about people that took the money or took my money and then they had to repay it. And I wouldn't do that anyway because it's not my money. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you, girl. So nobody nobody sees a billion dollars and, and thinks, well, maybe I won the lottery. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I understand. Maybe you get like a mill where you're like, hey, you know, nobody's going to miss a mill. You see that money and you're like. Guaranteed nobody knows. Right. Nobody knows that they made how that How long mistake. do you let that go, though? Like, how long do you let that go before you make that phone call? Because they're every, like, you have to, I understand, even you know it's not your money, right? Mm. You understand that, and you're a good person, and all of those things. Immediately. But how long do you let that go in your account before you go? Maury. Maury says long time. Long time. Long time. So, I pull up the machine. Yeah. I withdraw money. I look at the receipt. I see that there's been a billion dollars put into my account yes i immediately go and park yeah and i'm on the phone with the bank unless it's during the day really? yeah or if you it's just... during the day and i would find the nearest i let's say you go to a drive-through where it's attached to the bank yeah i'm walking into that bank at that moment saying here's my receipt i literally just took this money out here's what it shows yeah we need to figure this out and i'm not leaving until somebody fixes you'd this be right angry now. about it absolutely wow because i don't want to be accused of any type of fraud That's whatsoever the problem, they right? won't give you a reward for that i don't care no because it's, it's not, not my money. it's not even money at that point it's just no. numbers right? exactly like which is not... why i would spend little bits to see if they'll notice i'll buy like an uber eats delivery or something like a nice fancy dinner did they notice because i can afford to pay that back if there's a problem but yeah but then you're going to get into the that world of like ious yeah, right big like, um, unless they never notice because somebody so just typed it wrong. Okay, so this is my question, right? So this like, is what my are you doing? You like, didn't this answer. is my this doing? is my question. I I I don't ever want to be I don't ever want to be accused of anything, right? Like yeah. I just I just don't. But my problem is that where I would wind up being accused of something is I never look at account balance. You don't? No. At all? Never. Really? Rarely. Rarely. Don't you want to see? To make sure that, like, nothing fishy is going on no. with your account? No. No. Like, I'll do that at home every now and then on a computer. But, like, yeah. if I go to an ATM, I never get a receipt or look at account balance. Oh, my God. I, I do just do. to make sure I'm okay and I'm not going to get embarrassed at the store. <laughs> right. <laughs> Different reasons. Yeah. yeah. So no I would way, probably man. I would probably be I would probably be in it because I would have let it go so long. Like, like I don't. A month or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And but I would have just kept pulling money out or, of it. Or if somebody, like, after a week calls you and says, sir. Yeah. Have you noticed like anything with your Nope. I would say no. Yeah. I, but then at that point they'll be like, hmm. Exactly. No. I would never spend tons at one time to look like, well, what's going on? Something's fishy here. Right. You little bits, little bits, and just sort of let it sit for a while. So you would make it seem like you thought in your heart you were spending what was your money. Yeah. Like why would not I not have? That. Why yeah. would I not have this in a there? billion dollars? Of course I would. No, no, I wouldn't spend I would spend maybe a thousand at a time. When have you ever spent a thousand at a time? Never. Okay. Never seen a thousand at a time. <laughs> Never. <Come> on, bro. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, according to a new poll on relationship milestones, mm. 
Um, when you think, what is the ideal timeline for those sort of big relationship milestones? Um, when it comes to the first time you guys should get busy, when you should go on your first vacation together, when you should meet each other's families. Mm. So let me get your opinion on a couple of these. Um, How long, what is the ideal time to move in together? What do you think the top answers were? Um, like after a year. Okay. Maury. I was going to say one year. Yeah. After the one year mark, uh, your first vacation together. Oh, vacation. Like two months. Maury? Oh, six months. Six months is the number one answer. Oh, See, I'm the relationship yeah. expert. Meeting each other's family. Oh. Um. How long into a new relationship before you meet each other's family? Four months? Maury. Six months. Three months. Hmm. Maury. Two years. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> uh, uh, saying I love you. Oh. Okay. <sighs> See, I told Jenna that I love her like a couple of weeks after we started dating. Yeah. I'm going to say the top answer is, I'm going to say a month. Okay. More? One year. Uh, A year, a full year? 23% of people said one month. 4% of people, Mocha, said within the first week or two. 60% was the number one uh, answer, which was uh, six months or less. And then uh, when it comes to the uh, milestone of getting busy, what was the most popular answer within the first? Three weeks? Mocha says within the first three weeks. (laughs) Maury says. Four hours. Maury says within the first four yeah, hours. Okay, yeah, it's le- a liar. Leave, leave the money on the uh, night table. <laughs> um, yeah. What's the uh, answer? Uh, it is uh, one week or less. See? 17% oh, yeah. said one week or less. Boom, chicka, boom. There you go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Reading this story about this guy in Florida. Mm. You know, Florida's wild man. Mm-hmm. Who pulled up to a Starbucks drive through ordered a bagel with cream cheese. They forgot the cream cheese and he pulled out a gun on Uh the person working the drive-thru. The person working the drive-thru, the 23-year-old young woman, Mm -hmm. just so happened to be the daughter of the police chief. That shouldn't shouldn't be the only reason why this went bad. No, not at all. You know what I mean? Like, there should be other lessons learned. I don't know why this guy was so angry. They, according to him, they messed up his order earlier in the week as well, which got him even more agitated. Yeah. And when police interviewed him, he said, well, I didn't pull the gun out. I just showed it. No, it slipped out of my pocket and I was picking it up to put it back in my jacket. Yes, yes. Yeah, that happens a lot, apparently. But he became irate because they didn't give him his cream cheese. Mm. And then the young lady gave him his cream cheese. And then he like yelled something, some profanity, and took off. Did they just give it to him in a cup? Or did they give him a whole new bagel? Maybe those details aren't important in this story. (laughs) You know, good question. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to say because of in in the moment, things are happening so quickly. You maybe just want to give him cream cheese and like you be on your way, sir. I would have put it on a spoon and flicked it at his window. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? That move when no, you do this. That flick. Um, yeah, no. Like you got to be next level angry. Like I've had, you know, orders messed up at drive-throughs in the past. Yeah. But I don't think I'd be that agitated, that angry to go back and mm-hmm. 
and act in a violent way. Right. I've had to get so I I got really specific quite frequently on Uber Eats when it comes to orders. Yeah. Of things that just can't be screwed up, like the notes. You know, when you can write notes on mm-hmm. Uber, the notes that I write sometimes it's like I'm it's like I'm like I'm praying to God, right? Like oh, wow. you know, when you just ask for things and you're mm-hmm. like, oh please, please, please answer my prayers. Yeah. That's what my note section on Uber Eats looks like. Like I wouldn't be mad if you added like extra onion rings. No, please don't. It's always a please oh, don't. Please, please don't. don't. Now, do you write don't in all caps or do you write please, please in, all caps? in all caps and thank you in all caps? Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Please. Yes. Don't. Yes. Or, or, or depending, on, depending on what thank it is. You. No, depending on what it is. Oftentimes, if I'm ordering, yeah. I will put the thing I don't want in all caps. Right? Oh, okay. Like, please, all caps? No, 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 no. Okay, no, so please? It, no, because I never start with please. Oh. Never. Because if they only see the first two words, yeah. I need those first two words to be no pickles. In all caps. In all caps. No pick, and then all yeah. caps. Thank you, or and then, no, and then or just I, regular. Yeah, and then I'll always use rocks as an excuse, right? I'm like, this is for a kid. She'll never forgive me. Um, <laughs> we're already on. We're already on bad terms. Yeah. Oh my this god. Is a, this is this is like a makeup burger. Bro, they don't need a story. But that's listen. I never get pickles on my burger. <laughs> last last have week I, we got I, into this thing. I, and when's the last time I came in here complaining somebody screwed up my order? <laughs> right. <laughs> All these people just trying to help out a single dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hate yes. to tell you guys, but everybody in this room is a friggin' loser. Oh, no. You're all losers. Why? What happened? I'm a loser. What happened? We're just a crew of losers what in here today. What the hell happened? What is the matter with you? None of us have the winning ticket for Lotto Max. Well, I'll tell you, you what. I'm not that. a loser because I didn't buy a ticket. Oh. Also, loser. you don't know that. Did you check your ticket? Yeah. And? I didn't win. Loser. But I have I the like mindset that. That of good. a millionaire. Eh, no, you have the you have the tastes of um, you have the tastes of. Careful with your words. No, no, say it like it is. Uh, somebody. Okay, while you think. Who, like is given a hefty allowance, but is never in charge of their own money and isn't nearly prepared enough. For the inevitable worst to come is mm. what your tastes are. So you you spend money. But spending the money as I have will prepare me one day for winning the lottery. You think? Well, also, Look, I thought about this last night. I you sit for when like the a millionaire. Comes after you for what you owe them. It, they haven't yet. Um, I sit like a millionaire. I what do you mean think, you sit like a millionaire? I, I was thinking about this last night. I sit like this, like with my legs crossed. I sit as though I'm presenting myself as a millionaire. What millionaires sit like that? What millionaires do you? No, 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 no. What no. millionaires sit like that? You said you sit them. like a millionaire. All of them. They lean to a side and they cross their legs. I see enough people do that. No, you know why, that looks, you know why that, that looks too. so weird, Maury? You don't sit like a millionaire. You sit like like a tall person. That's why it looks weird on you. Facts. Well, I don't know any short millionaires. <laughs> That's got to be encouraging. <laughs> a loser. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Lotto Max, the, yeah, the Jack, that's the crazy, 70 million man. has been up for grabs for like three weeks now, three, four weeks. And uh, one ticket sold in BC and then one in Ontario will share the grand prize, each taking $35 million. That's a pistol. <sighs> Uh, there are also 46 Maximilian Prize winners. Oof. 21 
Tickets, uh, 21 winning tickets were sold in Ontario, 11 in BC, 10 in Quebec, yeah. and four out in the prairies. So right. the next jackpot for the rest of us losers, yeah. is on Friday, $50 million. I would love to contact the winner of this and say, can I at least get my 10 bucks back? No is the answer to that. They don't know you, nor do they probably like you. Or care. Um, question, Maury, yeah. if you won the million, not the 70 million. Just the basic but if, Yeah, but if you won the million, right? One, would you you would you quit work? No. No. Okay, so what would your plan be for the million? An well, honest plan before thought the about, million. Matthew and I talk about this all the time. Okay. No, we do. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Do you think, would you tell, damn it, Matthew, that you won the million? Because you keep your your finances completely separate. He has no idea what's in your bank account. Oh, no, I would have to because it goes with our plan. Like we've talked, like he said he would tell me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Do you believe him? No. Okay. Um <laughs> Solid relationship. Yeah, right? It's all built on trust. Bro, there's so much love yeah, and trust. To the end, ride yeah. or die. Mm-hmm. Me and you, baby. <laughs> okay, so we you would, would pay tell them. No, we would stay and we would stay in the condo we're in. Okay. Uh, we would pay off that condo. Yeah. Right? So that we all we have to do is just pay the maintenance fees and the land tax. You just pay off the condo. And then he would buy the the light that he wants over the bed and all the stuff he wants from restoration hardware. And then we can get the condo to where we want it to be. So Why wait a second. You just sell the so, condo uh, and then be, just buy something new. Because the condos that we want are like 1.2 million, so you're not further ahead. So we'd rather just pay this off and then we would, could live just, a life mortgage free. You just said free. get the condo to where we want it to be and the only thing you mentioned was a new lamp. <laughs> like, is that like are you really like are you if you're that close to getting the place uh-huh. where okay, you need to be and the need, only difference is, is a lamp, you don't need to win the lotto for that. No, the things need we need. Yeah. We need, need a lamp. Our block. <laughs> we need a lamp, a couch and some wallpaper. <laughs> okay, so that's maybe like my god, like 4 grand, yeah. right? Maybe Maybe yeah. I'm not saying four grand is not a lot of money, but no, of you course. don't need to win a mill in order to buy wallpaper. <laughs> no, but we need to have some sort of left in the account for meals. <laughs> we should really go back and talk about this some more. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Well, here we are, huh? Uh huh. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. There's so much to discuss all the time with the Kardashians, but Mm -hmm. the one thing that, you know, comes up, I would say in the recent years, more than anything else, aside from Kanye, is Chloe's face Mm -hmm. and the transformation. Oh, big time. Um, This is Chloe addressing that. Is there something that has (laughs) been written about you or talked about that you feel like this is something that I always get and it's just not true? Well, for me, everyone says, oh my gosh, she's had her third face transplant, but I've had one nose job, Dr. Raj Kanodia, and everyone gets so upset, like, why don't I talk about it? No one's ever asked me. You're the first person in an interview that's ever asked me about my nose. I've done, sure, injections, not really Botox. I've responded horribly to Botox. Can I just tell you, Chloe Kardashian, do you know what would happen to somebody if in an interview with you, they asked you about your nose job? Your people would destroy their lives. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't get asked about it. Because also, I'm sure her fans have like brought it up in the comment section. Oh, they IG, do all the time, right? Yeah. So why don't you respond to those? Oh, exactly. Girl. People ask you all the time. Uh, 
what about the Kardashian curse? That's something oh, yeah. else that came up. Um, the Kardashian curse uh, goes like anybody who hooks up with a Kardashian, their lives are then oh, ru- destroyed, <laughs> destroyed yeah. ruined, never to never to come back might from. Might as well just might as well just die. <laughs> yeah. So here are the 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 ladies talking about the curse. Queen Freddie B said, who in the family believes in the Kardashian curse? You guys have talked about this. It's that the men have trouble after you. What I don't like about this narrative, okay, and I, yes. <laughs> I'm very excited about this question. Okay, good. What I don't like about the narrative is that the blame is on us. Like, I think that they need to put, the re- like, the men need to take that responsibility. Do this you know what I mean? I think that yes. we're all extremely giving and caring and loving women and when there is a man in our lives we like give everything to them and as a family we all love them so much and it's like almost like offensive i mean just personally well, it's i'm definitely saying offensive because they're right they're blaming women for men's problems but right. you don't hear a bunch of men on this couch and if the women weren't doing Better, like, because the men are doing Let me just tell you, as Kanye is doing pretty well. So I don't. I think mm. that like, you Travis also have two <laughs> NBA championships, a Super Bowl. What else? I mean, all these things. Well, yeah, that no, have, of course, factually, you can go down the factual successes up. of all the men. Yeah. Scott, do you feel like yeah. you have a Kardashian curse? No. No. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> So is that it now? Like, are they, they're not doing like another Andy Cohen? No, that's it. This is it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Paris Jackson was on a sort of different version of Red Table Talk. Red Table Talk, uh, usually Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Willow Smith, and um, Gran, right? What do they call it? Gran on the show? What is it? What's her name? I don't want to get that wrong. I, I think it's Gran, but I'm yeah, not sure. I'm, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to get that wrong, but I'll, can you find that out for me? Uh, Paris Jackson, but this time it was just Willow and Paris. Um, oh. two, they're around, the, the, I guess, close to the close to the same age. And to, to just see two young people having this kind of open conversation who have both, both dealt with, but in completely different ways, what it's like to sort of grow up um, in the, the in the spotlight. Paris Jackson, of course, they, they had blankets over their heads yeah. and wore and masks, masks when they were when they were children. Uh, so uh, this is Paris talking about uh, the PTSD she suffered. I'm very paranoid about like information. Right. Like oh, 100%. if I'm telling everyone them some- that walks into my house signs an NBA. Yo, like, like it's, it's gnarly. It's gnarly. Like even being like, oh, like delete that text because I don't want people to like, oh yeah. It does a lot to your nervous system because you're constantly in fight or flight. Exactly. Fight, flight, freeze, collapse. You're constantly like walking on eggshells, yeah. constantly looking over your shoulder. Like you have to sit up straight and act right because if you don't, it, it not only reflects on your reputation, your family's yeah. reputation. Gam, that's what they call the grandmother, Gam. Gam. Okay. Um, and then uh, this is more with uh, Paris and uh, Willem. I think it was everything, man. Yeah. I think a lot of it was just not knowing who I was, uh, being a young girl, going through puberty, and probably a lot of just my situation and a lot of pressure. It was really hard, and like, totally. people would tell me to kill myself every day. And I was depressed. <laughs> so sad. Right. Uh, but she does say that music um, did save her life. Now, whether that is just her sort of losing herself in music or performing mm-hmm. um, music, uh, she says that uh, her dad, Michael, would be proud of uh, her accomplishments as well. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, the Toronto housing market, we all know, is absolutely bonkers. Yeah. And there's a house selling... 
in the Scarborough area, Victoria Park and Danforth. Okay, big a, up Scarborough. A, yeah, I know that at area. At 11 Lucy Avenue. Uh-huh. It's, okay, fi- yeah, it's $500,000, so it's a half a million dollars. From the outside, okay. the house is awful. Oh. Um, <laughs> Uh, no but, offense to the homeowners, but it's hard. It's hard to tell because there's no actual pictures of the inside of the house. What do you mean? And the realtor, the agent, said, "Quote: Viewing may be difficult due to pungent odor. So the house smells so bad. What? That they're not allowing people to go in to see it. They say that the the it's the 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 smell of the house is attributed to a cat." And the home is also missing a subfloor in the front bedroom and has been taped off for safety reasons. It is uh, three bedrooms, one bathroom with an unfinished basement. Um, The uh, agent um, goes on to say that, yes, the house is best suited as a teardown. The house smells so bad, you can't go see it. No, thanks. How bad does a house have to... Smelly cat, (laughs) smelly cat. What are they feeding you? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Jonas Brothers just released a uh, brand new song for the Tokyo Olympics oh. called Remember This. It's not very Jonasy Brothersy to me, though. Just one more dance, two more drinks. It'll go by fast, so don't you blink. Used to pray for a moment just like this. There's a fire in your eyes, you can't resist. Baby, we You know, it's, it's very like, Olympic-y. Yeah, it's it's like a, it, you would hear that in like a like a training montage for well, a movie. Yes, where like it's not even like he's not training to be like it's not karate. It's like he's a rower. You know what I mean? Mm, right. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with rowing, but sure. it's not a combat sport. Um, training montage anthem. So yeah. this is what I feel. Like, the, the purpose of this song is for the montages, for the Olympic yeah. montages. Yeah. No, I don't know about that. It's okay. They have to be so safe with these Olympic oh, anthems, though. Yeah. Like, they can't really go all out. Can't shake your hips and stuff like that. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Mandy Patinkin back at it again. So Mandy, no, stop Mandy, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Mandy Patinkin's son um, sits him and his wife down on the couch, and he just quizzes them on pop culture references. Name five Batman. Who is Benifer? And Mandy Patinkin, having been in this show business forever, is actually really clueless when it comes to anything, and yeah. it, it's it's wild. So this is uh, the latest episode in all the things that Mandy Patinkin does not know. Name four. X-Men. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. No, no, X-Men. <laughs> From the comic book. Will Smith. Who are you talking Aren't about? Are they X-Men? Men in Black? He's talking Aren't about men the in Black X-Men? X-Men? No. Aren't Men in Black the X-Men? No. No, what? No. Okay. The Avengers. No. The X-Men are um, Superman. No. Uh, Thor. Is he, is he being serious right now? <laughs> okay, mom. Who name four X Men? Oh, let's see. Her do oh, I can name think. one X Men. <laughs> the guy, Hugh Jackman, that turned into the werewolf. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, you can't name one X Men. <laughs> Dad, you can name one X Men. So sad. Okay, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> no. Wrong. Um, what's the guy? The blonde guy. 
<laughs> Who's Hugh Jackman's character's name? Uh, fingernail. <laughs> Manicure. What werewolf? Wolf guy. Wolf, wolf man. man. No. Harry Fellow. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. Wolverine. Wolverine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> so good. I love it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, last night on The Bachelorette during their group date, um, Katie revealed that she had been sexually assaulted by a man without her consent uh, years ago. This is uh, Katie opening up to some of the guys. And what I'm going to tell you, a lot of people actually don't know, including my own mom. Ten years ago, it was New Year's Eve, and I had been drinking, and I was involved in a situation where there wasn't consent, and that is not something I wish upon anybody. And I was in denial about what happened, so much so that I tried to form a relationship with him because I didn't want to believe what actually had happened. And when that didn't work out, for years I had a very unhealthy relationship with sex. I didn't want to have sex, which affects a relationship. I didn't like talking about sex. And it's taken me a long time to get to where I am now. <clears throat> and being open and comfortable talking about it and loving myself and accepting things that I can no longer control. And I just want you guys to know that I've come a long way in who I was 10 years ago and how important consent is, how important communication is, and how important it is to not guilt trip somebody for not having enough sex with them, guilt trip them for not having sex with them in general. Wow. Um, yeah, I didn't watch the episode last night. Um, there's a lot of spoilers. Like, it's, it's, I don't know what's going on with this season, but there seems to be like so much information coming out. Is there a favorite already? Yeah. Yeah, there, 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 there are a few. Uh, Jim, Greg. Jim made the mistake on oh. week one. What'd you do? You week read one. You read ahead? I read one of the final four. Yeah. And I hate myself for doing it, yeah. but yeah, Greg is a Greg is a is a uh, favorite. Andrew S is a favorite. Okay. He's the guy with the who faked the accent. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's yeah, definitely yeah. a favorite. But just uh, based on last night's episode alone, um, the guy uh, Connor B definitely a favorite, and the guy that she went on the date with who talked about how his wife passed away. Yeah, forgetting his name now, but yeah, there there are quite a few this season. It, it, it's pretty balanced, I would say. This yeah. season, did you say? Yeah, oh, absolutely. It was a very heavy episode. That's what I was going to say. It seems like it was very, and, and not that it shouldn't be. I mean, but that's, this is part of it. But it seems like it's really like, like they're going for it on digging deep, right? Oh, definitely. Well, that was the whole point of the group date last night was to, to, to tell me something about yourself that is hard for you to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they brought back uh, Nick, Nick Vile. Nick Vile or Vile? Really? Vile. Yeah. He, He's the one that hosted, yeah. the the hosted it. Yeah. Come on. Oh, I Honestly. thought you meant as like a... They had this conversation with Nick in the room? Nick was the and one he that... Wow. He didn't share anything. At all. Not he didn't say anything? He sort, no, he sort of said, hi, everybody, welcome, explain what you're doing, and then he never talked again. Yeah, that's sort of... Oh, damn. Yeah, you wow. can't... You didn't want Nick in that And he participated in the group hug. I'm like, you didn't share anything. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Uh, Joan Collins was uh, doing an interview. Dame Joan Collins. Mm -hmm. This is for uh, your mom, Mocha. All the moms. Get a Joan Collins story in here. Uh, she was she's sitting, from... What, she's, a, she's a writer, right? Joan Collins. Wasn't she? What else is Joan Collins? No, she wasn't. She, isn't she an actor? Actress? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is she like All My Children or something? Yeah, hold or... on here. Joan. Dynasty. From where? What is she? Dynasty. What? Dynasty. Dynasty, right? Dynasty. Yes. Because back in the day, back in the day, there were two shows. There were two mom shows, okay? And yeah. moms were split. It was Dallas and Dynasty. Yeah. Okay? My mom was both, though. Was she really? Yeah. See, my mom was Dynasty all day. Really? Like Joan Collins all day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, where some moms were, uh, some moms were uh, Dallas. But uh, so she's sitting down with uh, Pierce Morgan talking about her 70 years in show business. And uh, Joan Collins was good friends with Princess Diana. Mm. And so the subject of these new royal feuds came up. And listen to the way Joan handles this. What do you make of what's going on with the British royal family now with Meghan, Harry, the feud with... William, Charles. My lips are sealed on that subject. Just don't want to go on national TV and say what I think about Meghan and Harry, because look what happened to you. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> oh. Clap back season in yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah. Good throw, one. Throw shade without throwing shade is what that was. So you think what? she has anything good to say about Meghan and Harry? Bro, she got Hell. everything to say. Hell no. Um... Piers Morgan. Yeah. So he was on Good Morning Britain. Britain. Yeah. Then he got fired. Yes. Well, or he no. left. Sorry, yes. he left. He yeah. Left. And is he bad? Where is he now? I don't oh, even know. this is this is like his. He, he's a, he does like a special. He does specials. Oh. It's his big interview show gotcha. that airs in the evening. I think it's like once a it's month. Not like or he started up his own like YouTube that. channel. No, this is. What's not, up, guys? No. It's Piers again. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't forget to hit the don't subscribe. Hit the subscribe. <laughs> Smash that like button. Yeah. Turn on the notifications <laughs> to get that little bell that dings every time I drop a new video. And Love you guys. Peace. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. For the first time ever, uh, there is an openly gay, active NFL player. Uh, Carl Nassib from the uh, Las Vegas Raiders came out yesterday. This is what he had to say. What's up, people? I'm Carl Nassib. just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. I just think that representation and visibility are so important. I actually hope that like one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. But until then, you know, I'm going to do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting, that's compassionate. And I'm going to start by donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project. There you go. Wow. Right? Big news. Big news to have an active, uh, yeah. like an actual active player uh, in the NFL. Because he's been in the league for has come like out. six or seven years now yeah, or something I think like that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, there you go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Billie Eilish has apologized over a video that emerged appearing to show her uh, mouthing a racist slur. Um, she seems to mouth the, uh, an anti-Asian slur featured in Tyler, the creator's song, Fish. This was from 2011. 
Um, and then she was filmed speaking in various accents and some people have listened to it and said that she was clearly um, making fun of Asian accents. Um, on Instagram, Billy said that she was 13 or 14 at the time and she says, I'm appalled and embarrassed and want to barf that I ever mouth along to that word. This song was the only time I ever heard that word as it was never used around me by anyone in my family, regardless of my ignorance and age at the time. Nothing excuses the fact that it was hurtful and for that I am sorry. Now, when it comes to the accent, she said that it was not um, any sort of derogatory uh, take on an Asian accent. She said that it was silly gibberish and a made-up voice. Uh, it is absolute gibberish and just me goofing around, she says, and is in no way an imitation of anyone or any language, accent, or culture in the slightest. So that is uh, the apology from Billie Eilish. That Bieber one showed up too not that long ago again from when Bieber was a little kid. Oh, right, yeah. Say, saying the N-word over and over and yeah, over yeah, again, yeah. like these things. And this video with Billie Eilish, like, give it six years. It'll when, come back it'll come back. It'll come back around again, yeah, like yeah. They, just, they just always do. Like, this is not going to be the first time Billie Eilish is going to have to address this because a whole new generation of people are going to come up and then they just uh, go on discovery missions and that's how this stuff gets bubbled back to the top again. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Hello, Jenny. Welcome to the Raza Mocha Show podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. Um, this is where you get to ask your question. Go ahead. All right. So my question is, what is something that everyone looks ridiculous doing? Hmm. What's your answer? Okay. So I came up with the question because a few weeks ago, I bought my kids some hula hoops. And I was like, <laughs> I remember doing this when I was a kid. Oh my God, this is so much fun. I was so good at it. And I started trying it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is not a good look for adults. <laughs> so I'd say probably trying to hula hoop. <laughs> As an adult, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough one to not. You got to be really good as an adult to not look ridiculous hula hooping. Yeah. Like pro I level. I remember like being good as level. a kid. Yeah. 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 Hula hooping is not easy. Uh, damn it, Maury. I was going to say, but this is ridiculous. Like if you took the other person away from two people making out and you looked at somebody making out. In thin air. So, what? yeah, so obviously somebody would look crazy if they were kissing nobody. <laughs> exactly. No, but like, what is something actual? Like, I've never seen that before in my life. <laughs> like, for, God, like, for example, my answer to you, Jenny, to this question, which is great, by the way, okay. is when, when you're in the car and you hear your favorite song, you start singing and you may be singing really, really loud, maybe bopping your head, maybe waving your arms around, whatever, right? You're in the moment, you're enjoying it. But as another driver, when you look over at that person and you can't hear what they're listening to, you don't know what's going on. Sometimes people look really ridiculous singing at mm -hmm. the top of their lungs when you as another person from like from the outside, you can't see or you don't know what's going on. I thought of that one too. And anytime I stop at a light, I stop singing and then when i start driving again then i'll do it <laughs> yeah mm, interesting uh yeah, yeah i mean i mean everybody looks i mean everybody looks ridiculous sneezing right like that's just oh yeah I, and i i like <laughs> there's just no there's no avoiding it uh but i think that there's some more practical things like i always think that people look really ridiculous when they're in the grocery store and obvious and, and then all of a sudden they all become a produce expert 
where they're like overly inspecting things. Meanwhile, everything looks the exact same, uh-huh. but they're looking for some sort of problem that they don't even know what it is they're looking for. Looking for like, like a tiny little dent or like a little scratch. Yeah, something. But everybody becomes a brand. I mean, I'll see people in there where you look in their cart and it's Nutella and chips <laughs> and like three pounds of burger. Mm. And then they walk over and, and they're like in, inspecting beets like it's their job. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like you look, you look ridiculous. Yeah. Like just throw a couple in there. You get <laughs> but one But you got to make sure. You got to make sure they're not damaged or anything. But I don't even right? think they know what they're looking for. Gotcha. They don't People's- like I, I could squeeze a lemon, right? Yeah. Like here's my thing. I'll, I'll, I'll go to the store buy lemons, right? I'll always give it a squeeze before I throw it in the cart. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what a better lemon is. Is a softer <laughs> lemon better? Is a harder lemon better? Is the middle squishier than the ends better? Is the end squishier than the middles better? I guess it depends on when you're going to use that lemon. Yeah, but do you know? I don't know. I know <laughs> if it's a little squishier that it's a little bit more ripe. So I would use it that day or maybe the following but day. But sometimes you get a lemon that just has real thick skin. That is true. And you right? don't know. And I don't know how to it. tell. Yeah. Like, I'm not a lemon expert. But you get me in the lemon aisle, and suddenly I'm squeezing a whole bunch of them. Sure. Right? And I put one back. I'm like, well, that one sucks. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if it sucks. Like, yeah. people just look ridiculous. Maybe one end oh, is a little squishier than God. the other end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm, uh, I, I have no time for that. Also, the other thing that people look ridiculous doing is, and you can always, you can always tell, is when people... Um, when people go to restaurants that are just a regular restaurant and they start acting like they're at a, they're at Nobu, you know what I mean? Where oh, okay, it's like, yeah. where, where you look ridiculous. Yeah. Fam, like, you're at Jack Astor's. Yeah. You're at Jack Astor's, right? Like those, that, those fries are undercooked. Okay, yeah. cool. Right. No, you look, you look, you look, you look ridiculous. Um, when people, when people do that, um, this is, uh, people opening uh, their faces as they open a really, really tightly sealed jar of pickles. Yes. Somebody who walks on an airplane with a pillow from home. Okay. Oh, yeah. You look ridiculous. Oh, no, walk on a uh, on an airplane with a pillow and you're wearing pajamas. Yeah, you look ridiculous. I don't care if it's you could fly to London. Going to work in a day, okay, takes longer and more time out of your day than flying to London. Mm-hmm. If you mean to tell me that you can't survive like a day at work without pajamas and a pillow, right, and a, and a neck pillow and all this other stuff, it's ridiculous. You look silly. Absolutely. I mean, silly. I mean, some of those neck pillows are pretty comfortable. It, you still look. You still, Don't you I, think from afar, humans picking up dog poop looks ridiculous? Absolutely. You can never look good yeah. picking up dog poop. Yeah. Right. Never. Never. And you suddenly, when you own a dog, like that's one of those things. Like when you when you get a dog, that you just immediately become accustomed to it and look past. Because for people who don't own dogs, like I've never walked a dog and had to bend down with a bag on my hand to pick up hot feces. Yeah, right. Matthew said he would never do it, and now, now guess who does it every morning? Yeah, every morning, right? Yeah. Every morning, I would be so terrified. Oh, plus, too. Matthew chases our dog with a bag if he has to take some that didn't come out. Oh, like he pulls, he goes in there and, and extracts it? Yeah. <laughs> what? Like oh, if it's damn. hanging out, like if yeah. he ate some sort of part of a cloth or something and it's like dangling out, Matthew's the one that has to. How feeding many cloths your, is your dog what, eating? What are you feeding your dog cloths for? <laughs> no, we're not feeding. He eats towels. Yeah. Right? So there's thread sticking out of its butt. So yeah. Matthew's the one chasing him with a poo bag on his hand trying to pull the thread out of his yeah, butt. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say anybody bending down to pick up dog poo, and I would, I, especially on the sidewalk, right, where it's like, I, you, those bags are thin that you put on your hand, it's and sometimes when you, when you scrape your fingers, when you gotta scrape your fingers oh. across the sidewalk like that, no. right, I'm, you... I, At oh, that point, you double bag, just in case. Our you dog do, insists huh? on going in the middle of an intersection. 
That's the only place he'll go. So he, as we're crossing, that's when he decides to go. So I have to put my hand up to stop traffic as Matthew's picking up dog poop because he insists on going. So hold on a second here. While it's green for us to cross. So you hold the you you walk the dog and Matthew just walks with you to just pick up the poo. Well, we walk together. Right, every but day. who has the dog though? Matthew does. Matthew has the dog. Matthew so, has the dog. Okay, so I'm you, stopping traffic so our dog can poo. Right, but you so you don't care. You don't you don't walk the dog when you guys walk the dog. No, no, Matthew. No, um, our dog won't allow me to walk him. Oh, so that's God. Matthew's dog. Yeah, that's Matthew's. <laughs> that's Matthew's dog. <laughs> hey, Jenny, that was amazing. Thank you so much for your question. Oh, thanks, guys. Hey, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? All right, you know what? I think I'm gonna have to say Roz because he kind of reminds me of my husband a bit. How old's your husband? He just turned 40. Okay. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Thought this is going like, to be like one of those times you're like, I, ma- I married an older gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's 80. No, yeah. he, gives, like, he gives good advice too. He's really smart. We always like joke around how like the older he gets, he's just like making more like oh, yeah. sighing the, noises or uh, moans. Yeah. And the older he gets, the more noises he makes. Yeah. He's kind of a lovable curmudgeon. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yo, you can have that W, Roz. I'm yeah, good. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thank you, Jenny. Hey, thanks. Bye, bye, bye. Later, girl. Uh, Jasmina says here, Jasmina Solis says, what's the first video game you ever played? Do you guys remember? Yeah, yeah it would have been. Look it up. It would have been the f- like the the first video game I ever played. Like it would have been Pong, right? Really? Yeah. I think mine was like Pole Position or something. Mine would have been Pong, and then there was a horse racing game on uh, a platform called ColecoVision mm-hmm. that we used to play a lot. ColecoVision was a weird console, man. Very weird console. Yeah, and then and then after that, it was just all like the. Like, I'm she like, we're not talking arcade games because no. I played arcade games before I played console games, sure, right? So, let's say console games of, of some sort, uh, but yeah, like Pong and then and then any of the original um Atari or Commodore 64 games, yeah. like that's like Frogger, like, Frogger Battle- was Frogger was later. What about um, Frogger was later, Battlestar Galactic. No, Galaga. No, Galaga, that's Galaga. what it was. Yeah, 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 but I played that in the in the the, the taxi stand uh, in acting because they had two. They had Galaga and then they had, sorry, they had three. They had Galaga, Pac-Man, and Kung Fu. Oh, and nice. Kung Fu was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Kung Fu was great. But yeah, like just the, the original video games, like, like Pong and stuff like that. And then I really used to love Joust. Joust? Yeah, Joust. I never played that one. You were on a flying ostrich. And okay. um, and you would just float around the screen, and then you would have to. It was literally you had a jousting pole in your hand, and you had to joust other guys that were flying at you, also on flying ostriches. What? Yeah, yeah. Joust was a great game. Damn more. Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. What's no, that? I had Boring. To, the, this was the very first video game I played, and we played it in school, and I played it at home. It was called Oregon Trail, where you had like your wagon, and you had to go across the land and like trade. Fur and stuff for like things. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's your first video game? Oregon Trail. What, what platform and was that old on? Old timey? I think it was on Mac. Hold on. Hold on. I don't even know. There's no way. This this is 1974. And then I guess there was a re release in uh, April 2nd, 2021. That's a long way to go to get a sequel. 1971 <laughs> to 2021? Pitfall was another game that I used to play a lot. What's Pitfall? Pitfall was... Uh, you just fall into a pit? Yeah, oh. basically. <laughs> Faxanadu was the other one I played where you had to trade in... You, you had your your girl and you had to trade her for, like, booze and stuff. 
What? Like it was a middle middle age game where you had a wench. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, what was this? There was strip poker. <gasps> That's the theme song to Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. The opening page of the video game says uh, April 1st, 1848. <laughs> oh my god. So this is Maury's first video game. Let me let me Oregon give, Trail. Let, let me give you the description to this. The Oregon Trail is a series of educational computer games. The first game was originally developed in 1971 and produced by the Minnesota Educational Computing Consortium. (laughs) The original game was designed to teach eighth graders about the realities of 19th century pioneer life on the Oregon Trail. (laughs) The player assumes the role of a wagon leader guiding a party of settlers from Independence, Missouri to Oregon's Willamante Valley via a covered wagon in 1848. Oh, my God. When you start playing the game, it gives you, like, an option, right? Or different options. You may. It tells you what the weather is. It tells you uh, what your health is. It tells you uh, how much rations you have. And then you may, and then it gives you a list here. You may continue on the trail. You may check on supplies, look at the map, change pace, change food rations, stop to rest, attempt to trade, or hunt for food. And then you make your choice, and then it takes you to the next page, which then gives you more options. When you trade stuff, Uh it increases your health. In 1995, the Oregon Trail comprised about one-third of Mech. What is Mech? Oh, the Minnesota... Okay, so listen to this. This is how much money they made off this thing. So Mech is the Minnesota Educational Computing Consortium. In 1995, the Oregon Trail comprised about one-third of Mech's $30 million uh, annual revenue. Wow. So these guys are making 10 mil a year off the Oregon Trail. Wow. Just licensing it to schools. You played it in school, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's where you played it. Wow. Yeah. What a boring-ass game. What a boring game. Also, <laughs> sounds racist. You know what I mean? When you, when you start getting, like, settlers and chuck wagons yeah. and, and that song, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Like, that song's a trigger warning. Yeah, we have to, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't want to know. Oh, like as you get deeper in the game, what else you could trade? Yes, <laughs> what you have to do for that land, right? right? Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, he's like, this is my favorite game. Yes. Uh, Matthew James here says uh, top three things you would like to photograph. I'd assume Mocha has a list prepared. I actually do not have a list. Uh, I would prepared. say definitely an alien. Oh yeah, Area Fifty One. Right. Um, but I would I think... love to take a picture of an alien. Uh-huh. I would love to take a picture of. Uh, space. Oh, amazing. Right? Yeah. I would love to take a picture of I don't know. I think that's it. Just space and aliens. Yeah. Everything, everything else, I can handle somebody else's picture, but I think that it, for me, in order for me to believe, like you could still show me a picture of an alien, right? And I would still be skeptical unless I was the one that took the picture. Mm-hmm. Like I would have to say, I know, I know you've seen a lot of these pictures, but this is the one I took and I can vouch for it. I would like to be the person who vouches for a picture of an alien as opposed to somebody who would have to be convinced that this is a picture of an alien. How long do you think until we find out? Aliens? Yeah. I don't know. Like until they tell us. Didn't we already? Like we kind of figured. And we're just like, nobody really cared. Like Like that's the biggest letdown of all childhood. Like we're all cool about it. Yeah. Like they, like, like we, 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 you grow up thinking about aliens and it's denied forever. And then this year they're like, yeah, we see spaceships all the time and nobody cared. Would you be more afraid to run into a ghost? Were you about to say a scared? (laughs) (laughs) 
You were about to, Can right? I just finish saying yeah, it that way? You didn't way? get to the spelling level on the Oregon Trail, did you? <laughs> Would you be more scared to see a ghost or an alien in your bedroom? Uh, well, there's no such thing as ghosts, so I would say alien. Okay, there is. Mm, okay, yeah. Okay, don't laugh. Yeah. Where I live, Yeah. when it's not cloudy, and at the hours that I have to leave to come into the show. Very early. It's still dark outside, yeah. and I see a ton of stars. Mm-hmm. The other day, I looked up, and I could see, like, the Big Dipper, and I saw one... It looked like a plane. I thought it was a plane. It was slowly going across the sky mm-hmm. near the Big Dipper. Mm-hmm. And guys, I swear to you, swear, 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 this thing mm-hmm. that I thought was a plane that was flying at a at a steady pace mm-hmm. zoomed right across. A shooting star. See you later. Bounce. Really, huh? Yeah. And I didn't freak out because I was like, probably a spaceship. Probably a spaceship. No, but it, like, would it be a shooting the... star? Be- or was it, did you see it rotating? No, 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 it was like so far. It looked like a, it, like a speck. It, I, yeah, like a little speck. Yeah. But it was going at a constant speed across the sky, and then all of a sudden, too high zoom. to be a plane. All that other stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think that we can assume that stuff now because they've told us that it's I okay to that assume that stuff. If like now. a Martian craft landed and they wanted me to go on to the plane for them to, to do like what to probe me, and I think I'd go. <laughs> Yo, you are so desperate You're, for attention. You are like, and like, you get no loving at home. No, no. <laughs> you would let an alien program. Every, ass. everything, every, <laughs> everything's a bathhouse, eh? Everything's a bathhouse. No, now, do you guys want me to like come all the way up the ramp, or do you just want me? Do you just want me to use the little hole on the side? And and if so, the hole on the side. Now, do you want me front front ways or back ways? Or like first front, then back. I'm cool with either. And you can't say bathhouse. They don't give you a towel on the spacecraft. Well, the, yeah, they're not going to. No, they're not going to. there's gonna, no lockers. No, no, they're not going to give you any dignity on the spacecraft either, Mark. <laughs> not that there's a whole lot of dignity you don't in know. a bathhouse. It could be a party up there. It could be a party up there. Right? Like, what if you got up on the spaceship more and it was, like, let's say aliens morphed into your ideal like as soon as you walked on that spaceship they would know what your ideal man looked like and then so you walked on that spaceship and there was literally hundreds of me's <laughs> no, like, no, but I do? wouldn't want it to be used because then it would just be really awkward and I wouldn't know what to talk about. No, and, like, but we blush. would just be all over you. Like we would like take you by the hand and we no, would like, I'd rather sit you down. Be, no, and... it can't be because then I get off the, the, the craft and I have to tell you that you touched me. Right. And you'll okay, never what if it was like, uh, like hundreds of like Channing Tatum's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, see, that's different. Then, by all means, touch away. Yeah. Touch so away. You, you would never come home, right? They were like, they were like, if you, if they said to you this, Maury, if they said, if you walked onto a spaceship and there was hundreds of Channing Tatums, and I mean, like, it, this is a sure thing. Every single one of them is a sure thing. Like, you're not going to have to convince or even make friends with any of them. You don't have to cook anybody dinner, nothing. If you walked on that ship and they said, hey, listen, you could be with one of our alien Channing Tatums for five minutes. Anything goes. Or you could have as many as you want, but you have to be in this ship for three years, and you can't tell anybody where you've gone. See you later. Really? Oh, you're picking three years? Wow. wow. You want to be away from your husband so no, bad. I want to be wow. with Channing Tatum. That you so would bad. be with wow. alien Channing Tatums. Wow. On a spacecraft for three years. Yeah. No, but just promise me this that none of the Channing Tatums glitch you know, once in a while. Like it's a it's a good Wi Fi connection. Here's my question for you. Why do you need multiple Channing Tatums? <laughs> 
Why why couldn't it just be one? It would just be the same thing. Like yeah. why wouldn't you go you would say no well, if it was one answer? because that would feel like a relationship, right? No, because right? more than one then you can have one up above and one down below. Up above? Yeah. What do they do? Comb your hair? <laughs> Massage your bald spot? Yeah, like, also, up wh- above. Okay, well, you're going to do my brows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you're going to give me a pedicure. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you want? Well, yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe your husband? Yeah, that's interesting. Like, wouldn't you love a hundred Annette Bennings? Annette Bennings? <laughs> Yo, why don't you just love your one damn it, Matthew? Yeah, yeah. I, I would say, I would say this morning, I would walk onto an alien spaceship, right? And I think that it would be more enjoyable and a cooler story if I, if I had the choice to make out with a hundred Annette Bennings or fight a hundred Annette Bennings all at once. Oh, I would fight a hundred yeah. Annette Bennings fight. all at once. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I yeah. have one more question about the Channing Tatum's. Yes. But I think okay. you answered this already. Okay. Like I can't. There's no photographs. Like I can't. I have no, no mementos. Mementos. Like I can't. After the three years, I have nothing to remember it by. No. Well, like that's memories, it. Like that's you're it. off the ship and the your memory's erased. No, no, you have your memory, but right? you have nothing to remember. So what do you by. what do you say to uh, like Matthew? no framed picture or something that you could just put on the wall? No, there's no vids. So like, there, there's yeah. no video. Yeah, you get back right. It's like three I years assume later. after three years, Matthew's moved on. Oh, three years. You think he's moved on? How long do you think it would take? How long would you be on that ship? Uh, what number of Channing Tatum would you be on before Matthew's got somebody else living in that condo? Probably number two. Yeah, number two. I would say. <laughs> yeah. End of the week. Yeah. 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 Now, here's the other part of that story: is that we would also give Matthew his own Channing Tatum. Oh, he'd get his own Channing Tatum. That seems fair. <laughs> well, you ever heard such a thing? So stupid. The idea of your husband being with Channing Tatum should horrify you. Yeah. Maury's Maury's like, that makes it even, yeah. actually. Yeah. Well, he gets one. I get how many? Perfect. Uh, Josh says here, what never fails to make you laugh? Um, a lot of things never fail to make me laugh. News bloopers for me. News bloopers. I love oh, news yeah. bloopers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the best. Mm-hmm. You know what? I watched one the other day. Uh, remember the black guy where he was super, like, just straightforward and then something flew in his mouth? Yeah, and he got it to. <laughs> remember that guy? Oh! And he changed the way he yeah. talked? Yeah. Well, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. It was just like, a, he called it something like a podunk town. Like, he just, he, everything, everything, like, everything that he hated just came out all at once. <laughs> he just goes off. And you could tell he just hated his life. It was yeah. so great. But that news blooper to me is still one of my favorites. What favorite. really happened on that Thursday here at Augusta High School that led to Chris Wood's death? The f is that? I'm dying in this country-ass up town. <laughs> flying in my mouth. The I can't see pollen. Let's get the out of this country, my I can't even see me. I know. Like he started getting mad at everything. Like he was even—he was getting mad at the pollen. Yeah. What was the one like, where it was the guy's that's first my, day? That's my favorite. The guy's first day, and they—he, I guess, had to introduce the news. He was at the anchor desk, and oh. he, they asked him where he was from. Oh, I was just thinking about that guy the other oh, yeah. day. Yeah. Um, AJ Clement. AJ, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. But didn't he say like he didn't... at the beginning? Because because at the beginning they thought he said gay. Yeah. Right? But he... He said it wasn't. He said it wasn't. He was practicing, like, somebody's name. Yes. ...has a fun time for the disabled. A deadly avalanche kills five in Colorado. You're watching The Evening Sunday on NBC North Dakota News, your news leader in high definition. 
Good evening, I'm Dan Hughes. <laughs> you may have seen our listen, new listen. AJ on NBC North Dakota News, and he'll be joining the weekend news team as my co-anchor. Tell us a little bit about yourself, AJ. Um, thanks, Van. I'm very excited. I graduated from West Virginia University, and I'm used to, um, you know, from being from the in East Coast. That guy, that guy's great. Um, also, uh, every now and then, um, you see somebody references the boom goes the dynamite kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy was a lot of fun. No, I'm with you though, more. Uh, I still laugh at news bloopers. Yeah. Oh, and every year yeah. they come up with it, a compilation? It doesn't even have to be, it, to me, for for news bloopers, it doesn't even have to be, like, something they've said. Like, I, every now and then, that picture of that anchor shows up where the picture, the the the, the composite sketch of the guy they're looking for <laughs> oh, yeah. in, like, in, like, a murder case looks exactly like the anchor. <laughs> yeah. You know, for the longest time, until I saw that clip, I yeah. thought it was, like, I just thought it was fake. Photoshop? Yeah, no. I thought no. it wasn't real. <laughs> no. Um, and then there was a dude, you have no Koran, that guy. Oh, yeah. Remember him? Yeah. I, like, I miss those viral videos because they don't happen anymore. Now it's just all real people doing uh -huh. TikTok stuff and everything else. But, like, I miss those people. Like, I miss <gasps> the I, I miss the the weirdos um, that, you know, there's something going on and somebody walks up with a news camera and they're they just sort of go off. Well, right. Like, we, I miss that. Mocha, look for the one, the the, the anchor. Um, in the grapes. Did you ever see this one? Oh, yeah, one? no, I can't. That woman almost dies. That's not what? funny. Did she the almost die? Yes. In the grapes. That's not funny. Oh, that's the one where she, um, Falls. she fell, right? Yeah. She, like, hit her face on something? No, yeah. no, no, no. Like, no, even no. Family Guy made fun of yeah, her. No, yeah, no, no, you can't laugh at that. That was, she was a serious injury. Yeah, no. I didn't know Jeez. that. yeah. Uh, cat stuff, uh, guys getting hit in their nuts. Oh. Always makes me laugh. Yeah. Always makes me laugh. There's some. There's a few things on on TikTok recently that uh, that I've seen that really make me laugh. Like when people do the slam the door challenge on your boyfriend's car, that oh. re really makes me laugh. Yeah. Um. I love when people get in the car and then they say stuff to their moms and then the mom freaks out yeah. on them, right? <laughs> or or like when or like when you get like it'll be like some like young black guy and he'll call his mom by her first name, <laughs> right? And you know an ass whooping is like yeah. right around the corner. <laughs> I like the th hell those. Did you just call me? Yeah, those videos. Those videos make me laugh. Old people swearing makes me laugh. Oh, uh, old people swearing yeah. is probably the funniest thing that yeah. you find on YouTube. Yeah, old people swearing always, uh, always makes. Or me old laugh. people fighting. Old people fighting. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Jenny asks, "What is something that is invisible but you wish people could see?" Like obviously farts. farts. Farts and burps. Right. But do I wish? What's What else? Okay, so hold on. I'm having a difficult time with this one because what are some things that's invisible? Like ghosts. No, that's a whole different thing. You're Then you're wishing like ghosts air? were real. Air? But like why do you want to see? I don't care if people see air or not. Yeah. I don't need to see it because what if you see air and it's like a real awful beige and I'm like, I don't want to breathe oh, that anymore. What if you could see smells? See smells? Like what? Like, you know, something smells like. Like fresh baked bread? Like you'd want to see <laughs> like what would they, But you just see the what bread. What are you thinking of? But you just he's see the, the bread. No, no, like, no. You know what he's doing? He's thinking about something perverted. No, I'm he not. He doesn't want to say No, my, I'm just, I'm speaking as I'm thinking. Like you're always like, oh, this smells so nice. But and I what, wish you could see the but, smell. But what would a smell look like? Like though? I wish you could see like the like where you're like smelling a, cartoon a flower. Where they have the vapor lines yeah, above yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like oh, that the that flower smells wonderful. I wish we could see the smells of the flower. Right. But it would just be like wavy, wavy air, would it not? 
Or do you want it to have like a distinct color? Like every single thing that smells has like a has color. Like has a color, yeah. Like if it, oh, that smells like freshly cut grass, but yet you're so nowhere it would near be, the grass. It, it would just be, so freshly cut grass, it would just be then like, uh, like wavy, airy green, green. Yeah. like green. Yeah. I wish that I could see, I, I wish that I could see like emotion. Like I wish that people were almost like a mood ring where you could see immediately if somebody was pissed off at you. You could see mm. immediately if somebody was attracted to you. You could see immediately if... Like, like would all, it be their whole body or would it be like a... Por- like maybe on their, for- like on like their like forehead? Hypercolor. Remember the shirts that changed? Yeah, no, no, but like an aura, right? Mm. Like I don't... I, I think that like just if people just had just like a general, a general glow to them where you could determine oh. sort of what their feelings were. I think that that would be very helpful. What if you could see people's thoughts? Um, like thought bubbles. Like thought bubbles? Give me an example. Like in a that. comic? Yeah, like you would just read what they're thinking above their head. Mm, nah. Nah. I wouldn't want I to would, see that. I don't know if I would want to see everything that everybody's or thinking. Or see people's next move. Their next move. That's not, you're, now you're what? getting into like, you want to be like a clairvoyant. Like we're talking <laughs> about things that are invisible, right? God, like Like a fart. Like you started at a fart and yeah. now you want to be able to see people's next move. <laughs> Like you, you have Yo, the way you level up with some of these questions. Yeah, I, I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Like if you were alone, yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, I think, I think that I, but I, I think farts would be funny because I would die laughing all the time. Yeah, because just being in like really inappropriate places. And now, do you if fart if you could see? Here's a question for you. Okay, would you want to be able to be the one who sees farts? Or would you prefer it if everybody could see farts so they could all enjoy it? Everyone um, could see farts. I think everyone. Yeah? yeah? Like if you're on the subway and you just see little all over the place? Right. You right. think people are farting up a storm on the subway, though? Absolutely. Have you not been down there? You, you think so, huh? Oh, yeah. Like like, like that much? Oh, like, God, yeah. Really? Bottle rock. I don't know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think it would be so... Uh, yeah, it would be awkward, I think, if you were the only, only one. Only fart seer. Yeah. Because then... The yeah. way you see people and maybe treat them and talk to them may change after maybe they let one rip and you see that it's something that you weren't prepared to see. Right. Fair enough. Fair I think enough. everyone, okay. I think everyone in this scenario, everyone has to be able to see farts. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I agree. You've convinced me. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to hold that burden of being the only one who can see farts. Could you imagine what it'd be like, like at work? <laughs> First of all, no, I couldn't. I would work from home. <laughs> like, I, and it's not because I'm a huge. It's not because I'm a huge farter, but I just couldn't. Like, I, like I just couldn't. You walk into the bathroom and there'd be like a cloud from oh, the person who yeah. was just in. Like, I just couldn't do That'd it. That'd be the worst. Yeah, it would just it would just bother me too much. I think I just couldn't. I couldn't be that guy. I'd work from home for sure. Or could you imagine if you're like at a at a sporting event? Like at a stadium? Oh. <laughs> no, it would look like a chemical weapon just went off. Right? Like just this like haze. You have a hard yeah. time seeing the ball. Like all, all of this Or if you're at a stuff. concert and like your favorite artists or band, they're up on stage and like one of them lets one rip. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it's so loud. Like nobody else can hear. Right. But in right. a situation like that, we'd all be able to see. Yes. That's like Drake true. farted. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I don't know what I would do with Drake farting. I, I, I don't want that responsibility. I would like to trade that in for something else. Right? I, I would like to see your next move. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, this has probably been the most ridiculous ass Rosamoka yeah, we've ever done. I didn't like what it. What if you could see taste? If you could see what? taste. 
Like you could see what you're tasting. What do you mean? But you can. But you can. It's like when, a, it's called a peach. Yeah, when you bite a peach, you can see the peach. You can see what you're tasting. Hmm. Okay. Hold on. That's I'll not something that's invisible. Yeah. No, but taste is invisible. But the food that you're but, yeah, eating, that you're, that eating you're tasting, is not, is not invisible. Mm-hmm. 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 Don't don't do don't do the don't do the the uh huh uh huh uh huh like you're at a lecture. I understand, right? Yes, yes, you're correct. Yes, yeah. interesting point. I get it. I understand. Yeah. Oh my God! Uh, every week you'll see us on uh, on Instagram at kiss nine two five with a picture that reads "Ask Razamoga." This is where we get all the questions from, and these are the conversations that come out of uh, of, of answering those questions. Thank you for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from six to ten on Kiss ninety two five. Kiss ninety two five dot com or download the Kiss ninety two five app.